Good evening, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the episode 12 of the Matt and Matt O-Scale Train Podcast. I am Matt Rochford, and with me, as always, is my co-host. Matt, how you doing on this fine Friday night? Fantastic, man. How about yourself? I am doing well, and uh, well, it's been six months since we started the very first episode of the Matt and Matt O-Scale Train Podcast, and in that episode... We reviewed the Lionel 2020 Volume 2 catalog. And guess what? Tonight we are going to review the Lionel 2021 Big Book catalog fresh off the press. But wait, there's more. We have two additional guests tonight to talk about this catalog. We have uh, Mr. Sterling, a.k.a. Ravenhawk6910 from the Ravenhawk6910 YouTube channel. I'm back. <laughs> we didn't even invite him. He just no, kind of showed up. Shot up. In the... <laughs> Someone left the back door open. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, Mr. DJ from uh, our previous episode has returned to join us for the catalog review uh from dj's old gauge trains youtube channel dj how you doing tonight i'm doing pretty good raven you kind of scared me there a little <laughs> we, we, we like dj he's good i, I, I certify <laughs> the field of being just a little weird <laughs> yeah. all right well let's uh let's go ahead and get started here um we're gonna go through the uh at least the first part and second you know partly the second part of the catalog if you want to follow along i do recommend that you either you know pull out your paper catalog if you did receive one if not you can go to lionel's website and you it's basically on the front page click on it open up the catalog and just kind of follow along all right well let's just get started here 2021 Big book catalog, and uh, let's start out with a bang here. Let's let's hit the uh, the vision line. Vision two ten ten two. Uh, looks like we got uh, whistle and blowdown steam, and uh, a, a, an interesting variety of paint schemes that actually I think are are pretty freaking cool. Um, uh, I'll, I'll open the floor to anybody who wants to cut in on this. So, from the standpoint cool of someone who already has a two ten ten two, I am thrilled to see that Lionel is bringing these engines back because this is the first time they've been made since two thousand nine, and after all, they were the original Vision Line locomotive. They were the ones that started it, and they're very hard to find these days. So. The fact that Lionel brought them back is great, and I think what they're doing with them is pretty clever. I actually really like the Valley Flyer painted one, personally. Yeah, cool. I like them, too. I was very surprised to see them. Um, I kind of figured Lionel would eventually reissue them, uh, you know, make their improvements. But, uh, you know, it was a nice surprise to see them in the catalog. For me personally, uh, I won't be ordering this engine, but personally, I do like the 3009 because, you know, I just think about weathering that version of it. Um, I think that would be really cool. As far as the Lionel fantasy schemes go, it, they sell well for Lionel. More power to them. I have no problem with them so long as you order the prototype to go with it. Um, and I really like the fact that they did a White Walls version with the number that appeared in that uh, silent movie. Uh, if you saw uh, Ryan and Dave show earlier, 
they mentioned that the 3001 made an appearance in an old silent film. And so I think that's pretty cool that they're bringing that uh, particular number back to life. And um, I also like the fact that they're putting a little miniature speaker in the boiler uh, this time around. They said they tried to do the safety valve steam and they actually forgot to take it out of the catalog description, but uh, apparently that they, they can't fit it, but they did manage to cram a little speaker in the boiler with this one. And I think that's awesome. I'm very excited to see it back. So yeah, good stuff. It's definitely a nice engine and you know, for the Santa Fe fans, they'll love it. Yeah, that, that, um, I do like that Valley Flyer, but man, that, that black bonnet is pretty sweet looking. Let me tell you, if I was going to order one, I think I would have to order that black bonnet. Now, I'm not going to order one uh, just for the fact that I I just don't have 072 curves to to run this thing. But uh, yeah, I, I really like that they put these those two additional uh, kind of color schemes in there. That's pretty neat. The black yeah, bonnet one really though. reminds me of the old K-line ones that they used to do back in the day. Yeah, you're right, because uh, K-line did a lot of black bonnet stuff, didn't they? Yes, they did. In fact, they're the ones that started it. Ah, interesting to know. Yeah, I didn't cool. know that either. That's pretty cool. I didn't know they started it. That'll be a sharp one, though, especially with the uh, glossy black finish it's going to uh, be done in. That's going to be really nice. It'll definitely be a nice piece for sure. All right. Uh, you know, I, all right also, I think if, if oh, I may just right. say one more thing real quick. I think yeah, with yeah. the reissue of it. the Challengers and the reissue now of the 21010-2s, could it lead to more Vision Line engines being re-released in, mm-hmm. in the future? And I really hope that's the case, especially in like the case of the 700E or maybe even the ES44 hybrids. You know, I think there's some reason why they can't remake the diecast one because of putting plastic into the molding. But who knows what the future might hold? I'd like to see a reissue of the CC2s personally. That yeah, I was just going to get ready to say that. It would be cool. I would like to see a lot. I, I would definitely be on board for some additional diesel. Uh, uh, vision line products so oh, sure. uh, only because like a lot of these steamers from vision line are just you know they're just they're large right and they just need those there's big curves usually although although the previous one uh the 054 so you can usually kind of get away with on 048 i would definitely be able to run the um those gs's on my on my layout without any problem but yeah i would i would definitely be looking forward to a to a diesel though like even a a reissue, reissue of the gen set or like what's what's wrong what's wrong with the vision line like switch like a, even a smaller like switcher like a you know sw1 or like a really an old time switcher and with a vision line package on it would be like flipping awesome but again that's my personal opinion that'd be cool I think it would be nice if they did more diesels anyways, because a lot of the times the steam engines they do are, like Matt said, they require large curves and they're ungodly expensive as well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. (laughs) You know, it would be nice to see them come down to like maybe seven or eight hundred dollars for a good quality die cast diesel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be. I nice. agree. Yep. If they can come under a thousand dollars and put out a really nice Vision Line diesel with some, like maybe some really unique features, uh, like they did with the gen sets and the stacks, 
um, I'd be totally on board for that. Agreed. You know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see some like old clunker Alco, uh, you know, Vision Nine model with uh, yeah smoke that blows out in sync with the revving of the uh, RPMs. And oh, that'd be awesome. That would be now that would be cool. Yeah, I I would pre-order that in a minute. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Growls yep. and then you know settles down. Like if they did, like if you've ever seen an Alco C four twenty or an Alco PA, just you know rev up and then billow out smoke and then it just dies down to nothing. I'd love to see that. They already got that technology too. They did, they did it with the uh, hybrids. That's right. They did do it with the hybrids. Yeah, if they, true. If, if, uh, if they did, if they did that for like a C six thirty or an M six thirty, that would be awesome. I'd love for them to do that with the Long Island C four twenties I have right now. They just it's either like you know I have uh, six of them. And usually I run them in like a four unit lash up. So it's usually like, okay, smoke alarms are going off or, you know, you just don't run the smoke. But I'd love to see them just all rev up at the same time and then all the smoke die down at the same time. That would that would be my dream vision line feature for a diesel. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's move along here. Uh, so next up are the USRA Pacific. Yeah. So – uh, we are on page 10 for those following along. Nickel play wins like the we best. Got a, uh, Atlantic, <laughs> Atlantic coastline. We got a great Northern. Uh, we got a nickel plate. The best. We got a really cool, uh, gray, uh, union Pacific number 3218. And then we got a Southern Pacific number 611. 611 in this catalog. How do you like that? Huh? Hashtag fire up 611. <laughs> oh, <laughs> And they all have whistle steam. Um, And they are minimum curve of 054, which is kind of odd because uh, I remember um, these uh, were always like 036s for minimum curve, weren't they? I think so. That's what I thought. You know, I think it's almost like Lino is putting 054, like with their their new, with that new, uh, you know, uh, kinematic coupler. They like they seem to be automatically just sticking 054 like on anything with a kinematic coupler, and unfortunately, it's just not true. Like my, uh, you know, just and not just not to really uh, get off topic here, but um, my uh, Amtrak uh, Lionel Amtrak Legacy uh, F40. um, I've seen, I've seen, I've heard people take that on old 31s. I without any problem. Not recommend that. I wouldn't recommend that, but they definitely go around 036s without problems. Like I run them on my, I run it on my inner 036 uh, uh, curves without any problems. So cool. Uh, so That's yeah, cool. I mean, it's just kind of a, again. I didn't want to go too off topic on this, but that Lionel seems to be throwing 054 on like almost everything. Uh, that's like uh, yeah. got a legacy, you know. That's got their top of the line legacy name on it. So that's a mistake. I've got uh, you know a couple of K fours, and you know they'll take O thirty six curves. So. I wonder yeah, if it's I got the more K4 of them just does... trying to cover. I wonder if it's more of just them trying to cover their backs more than anything, because you know them, you know them running this. Like let's let's say little Johnny gets a. You know, a engine with a with a kinematic pilot and runs it around 036 at ten thousand miles an hour, and it, <laughs> it rips the drawbar apart. 
And, you know, it's like, oh, well, it did this. And, well, now Lionel can say, well, we put in the description 054 minimum curve. That's on you. We're not covering this repair. Probably. That sounds sounds feasible. They might have done something like that. Yeah, I I think you're probably right. It's probably a little bit of an insurance thing for them. So Could be. Anyway, which versions you guys like? Nickel plate. Nickel plate. We're all in agreement there. Everybody says I like the nickel. I like the nickel play too. I do. I will say so, though, I do. I like, like the that. Atlantic my Warbond's tender is really cool. Yeah. yeah, I will say I do like the Atlantic Coastline one as well, simply because it is still around today. I know the Warbond. Oh, really? t- I didn't know it was still around today. That's yes, cool. it's, it's it's actually on display in Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's cool. still that's still around today. In fact, it actually won the Trains Magazine Preservation Grant a few years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Really cool. So, and in fact, it's like the only example of a USRA Pacific left. Oh, wow. Wow. So that'll sell pretty well then. Wow. I didn't know that was still there. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, it's still there. I mean, technically the nickel plate by Warbonds tender is still around too at the age of steam roundhouse, but it doesn't have an engine that goes with it. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That would be my first choice. I like the Southern Pacific lines as well too. But uh, that nickel plate is sharp. Just uh, wish the MSRP was a little bit uh, lower, uh, $1,500. That's almost as much as the Malays that came out a couple of years ago. I was yeah. going to say, I that, like everything about it but the price tag. I mean, that seems to be like their uh, – that seems to be their price tag for basically uh, uh, any steam of this size is like the $1,500 range. That's unfortunate, that really. Yeah. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I remember when the Pacifics were like nine hundred in the catalog. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember them being about nine hundred bucks. Yep. Next. Uh, anyway, All right. Good choice of words. Right. Yep. Page twelve. Hey, more USRA Pacifics. Looks like we got a Gulf Mobile and Ohio Railroad, which is kind of actually I kind of like those colors. Kind of yeah, neat. It's like Halloween, like but not. <laughs> that's, that's the best analogy that yeah i agree that is a really good analogy and then you got an M, then you got an mkt underneath that yeah and then uh some really actually some really cool texas special uh passenger cars, yeah, I, I, cars I, are really cool i'd be but i like those colors and they're looks like they're ribbed right uh yeah i think it's a shadow line uh painting technique um i don't think they're okay. actually ribbed but, okay. um, it's it's interesting the, the way they're doing that. Well. Those are neat. Look, those are really cool looking. I I actually like those a lot. Yeah, me too. And they're 18 inch. Thank you, Lionel. Yeah. Now I just need <laughs> yeah, streamline 18 inch. Shadowline cars coming out. It was a you know a popular thing done back in the day to make heavyweight cars blend in with streamline consists. So yep. uh, it really is a neat looking uh, trick that the railroads did back then. So. Yeah, I remember seeing a lot of those in like old Canadian Pacific promotional videos on the Canadian, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those Santa Fe cool. did it too, and so did the Southern Railroad. So. Yep, you're right. So I wish Golden Gate Depot would do a couple of their 12-1 sleepers like that, uh, maybe on the next run. So, But it really is a neat-looking trick. Um, I, haven't, I know they did some Santa Fe shadow lines in the last year or two. Has anybody seen them? I saw pictures I of them. them I haven't seen them in person, no. Nor have I. 
Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely like to see them. So it was a two-pack, if I remember. It was a, like a sleeper and an observation, maybe a diner, something like that. Um, but it looks pretty cool in the catalog. Yeah, it's nice looking. They came out with the Northerns, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? The Northern? The Northern? Uh, yeah, yeah, the Santa Fe 484 Northerns that they yes. had a couple of catalogs. Oh, yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, they did. Yep. Yep. All right. Keeper moving. Uh, let's continue on here. Yep, page 14 for those following along. Hey, we got some 460 Camelbacks. I'm excited. We got a Central New Jersey. Uh, yeah, because that's my New Jersey accent. Uh, my <laughs> Delaware and Hudson. We got a, actually a really cool looking Hollows Eve uh, Camelback. That actually looks kind of cool. Um, a super blue comet. <laughs> that is a super oh. blue comet. Holy moly. Cool. I like I like the white. I like the white wall on the uh, on the on the drivers though. Uh, yeah. We got a NYO and W. We got a Reading, a Reading, however you want to say it. Reading, uh, Strasbourg, and a long a Long Island, Long Island, <laughs> Long Island, <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> I wonder who likes the Long Island. I don't know. I don't know. Probably the only Long Islander on the podcast. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'll be going in for that for sure. That's uh, my highlight. Actually, is the Long Island Camelback. I've actually emailed Lionel about that a few times, and I'm very happy to see it. <laughs> I would say the uh, the price here is pretty decent too. Yeah, the price yes. is the best part. I'm very happy with the MSRP on these. I mean, that's MSRP, right? So, like, yeah. if you go through like your decent a decent dealer that you do a lot of stuff with, I mean, you're probably talking like what uh, mid five hundred somewhere, maybe forty. Yeah, yeah. Give me just a minute. Yeah. I'll tell I'll tell you what Legacy Stations got them for. I've got their site pulled up right now. Oh, cool. okay. Yeah, I'd be curious. But, but I actually, I actually, I'm sure it's not. I know it's not accurate at all. But I like the Blue Comet one. I do too. That really is I, nice. It's it's a it's I'm gonna a tell fun you. piece. Yep. The white trim on the drivers with the blue, you know, the really nice like looks like almost like a metallic blue. Uh looks pretty freaking neat. Okay, they've got them for yeah. five hundred and eighty four dollars. Okay. That's, that's really i mean for what it is that's fantastic i mean i really like the fact that they're having these nice engines for not a lot of dollar it's really nice to see yeah every now yeah, and then I, I, I don't own a, a i don't deal. own a camelback either so yeah like the h10s that was a fantastic price for a steamer with uh legacy whistle steam and swinging bell oh that oh, yeah. those were a steal of a price uh, yeah i, I jumped on mine as quick as i could hmm Oh, these have whistle steam too. Yep. Just, uh, just FYI. So. Oh, cool! The previous ones didn't have that. Yes, correct. The previous ones did not have it. So that's awesome. Yep. It's going to be an incredible little engine. And uh, although, can we, talk, can we talk about how all the Strasburg fans are absolutely stroking out over the Strasburg one that's not prototypical at all? Because <laughs> 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 oh my god, I. Uh, okay, I'm not trying to rib on anyone here. I like Strasburg just like everyone else. But uh-huh. for months now, that's all I've heard. I want Strasburg stuff in the catalog. We want Strasburg stuff. And this is what we got. 
<laughs> there's SWAs yeah, later in yeah. the book. <laughs> well, yeah, we got the SWAs. Was there like, there's like a meeting, was there like a meeting at Lionel, like, they want Strasburg. What do we do? I don't know. Put it on a camelback. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, that right. camelback wasn't right. Ah, oh, they'll never know. Yeah, right. We need one they more paint care. scheme. Yeah, Yeah, but you're right about that. Everybody on the forum everywhere. Strasburg, Strasburg, Strasburg. And you know, fantasy. I honestly do not get it because Strasburg has such very specific pieces of equipment that you're never going to satisfy people. You know? Yeah. You know, you do one little detail wrong, and it's it's like, oh my god, all hell's gonna break loose. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The handrails are too thick. Oh god, shut up! <laughs> You're gonna start that crap. Go back to HO. Yeah. <laughs> Take your paper thin plastic handrails and get out of O gauge. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next page. Page 16 the L2A Mohawks. So uh, we got a New York Central. Couple New York Central. We got another New York Central. We got another New York Central. Hold on, New Haven. Yeah, there's quite quite a few New York Centrals. Yeah, New Haven. So there's New York Central and New Haven. Yeah, hold on. Wait a minute. There's a New Haven. Hold the phone. New Haven. It's got new in there. I'll tell you. Obviously, I'm not a New York guy, but that pacemaker color scheme is pretty awesome. That one's really cool. It really is. That is one of those. Either you love it or you hate it. I think it's cool, but a lot of people I know don't. That's kind of like the what the the blue Santa Fe from the previous calendar catalog or the volume one 2020 2021 that people were kind of like what is this i hate it and i'm like that's fantastic looking with a 49er challenger that i've got yeah i love that that's really cool i like the 49er challenger i think it's a cool color it is but oh my god one of my buddies calls it the chicago hot dog special (laughs) 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 i can't see it and not think that now like it's supposed to be at a, at a concession stand at a Cubs game, right? <laughs> that is a wild paint scheme. I, I happen to like it. Um, well, that's what makes yeah. it fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that yeah. pacemaker scheme too. But you know, if I do a mohawk, it would be a prototypical version. But. You know, I, I love the fantasy stuff. It's fun to look at. I do too. The um, I do too. Twenty seven ninety. Yeah. I believe that one's the one that's going to be weathered by Harry Heike. Which oh, one? Twenty seven ninety. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's funny how it's the same price as the other ones. Free weathering. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or just buy it unweathered and weather it yourself. Work your magic, as as we say. <laughs> you do a great yeah. job with that. Thanks. So uh, these have whistle steam and uh, bicolor classification lights as well. So, what's your thoughts on those bi- on those on those classification lights, guys? They need red ones. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, seriously, they need they need tricolor marker lights: red, white, and green. I mean, they're uh, just an you know. 
uh, I don't know if they were gonna if they were gonna do bicolor, they they should have just did like you know RGB, right? Yeah, just make it any color you want. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Seriously, right? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's fine. Uh, the the bicolor classifications are fine. I, I don't I don't think it's a really a, a deal breaker or something that would like draw me into buying something with that. But you know, it's a it's it's a cool little add-on. I think here's some. That's we gonna be a standard like feature uh, now. I just some. wish you could shut them off. You know, I don't care if you make them pink. I just wish you could shut them off. <laughs> you can shut them off. You can you can shut them yeah. off from the like your remote. Here's what I you think. Shut the class lights off. Yeah. If you hold down Ox One, Ox Two. Uh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. If you hold down Ox Two, uh, you go into the the lighting control. And you can you can turn off and on every kind of whatever kind of lights you got on there. Oh, you have to hold down aux too. Yeah. Yes. Press and hold yeah. it. Oh, where have I been? It has to be legacy only. Legacy, yeah. not Team CC. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, press and hold aux one for. Uh... <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can adjust like uh, sometimes you can adjust the um, the ditch lights yep. if you want them how you want them to do you want them to blink when you blow the horn do you want not want them to blink. Uh, there's a, all kinds of other couple stuff things you could do. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Hey, you're pressing hold. I don't remember when they put the, that uh, in there, but oh wow, I had no idea I could hold aux too and then gain control of the uh, marker lights like that. Yep. Neither did I. Yep. Sometimes on the uh, depending on what the feature is for the bottom four buttons on the touchpad, sometimes there'll be markers and you can turn them on and off just with the off button on the main screen. I'll have to show you about it. It's really cool. Guys, yeah. here's what I think the whole world needs in a line of catalog. We need to do another run of the NNW Class Js. But thank you. Do it 611 1994 edition with black flags <laughs> for the final run. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, just uh, get uh, that uh, all everyone. <laughs> Only if they can get the shade of brown right. Mm-hmm. Tuscan. Tuscan. That Tuscan, it's not Tuscan red. It's, it's Tuscan. Tuscan. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I thought it was Tucson. It's what? <laughs> I thought it was Tucson. No, I'm just kidding. Tucson. 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 Right. As opposed to one son or three sons. <laughs> Uh, anyway, oh, uh, just so just to kind of point this out, if people are reading the catalog, I know there's that little icon with the LVC, uh, and obviously that's been on a lot of the newer engines. So that's the Lionel voice control feature. Um, you know, we we can go over that after we go catalog. over everything else. So yeah, it's, like it's new for this catalog, feature. correct? Yeah. So anybody yeah. have any low highlights for the low steam? All right. I like the pacemaker cars. <laughs> I like the I like the okay, it's the expansion set. Yeah. So it comes with uh four box cars and a uh, and a caboose. Okay. Me, I've been kind of waiting on a mohawk. Um I wish it had one more feature since it's, you know, such a big steamer and you know there's room to add stuff to it. I would have loved to have seen the reciprocating steam cylinders or a speaker in the boiler. Uh That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, yep. I love the I New agree. Haven uh, version because it's so close to the actual New York Central Mohawk prototype. Um, there's very, very little difference between the two engines in real life. So um, I don't know if I'm going in for one of these yet. I have to think about it. But um, 
I would either do the New Haven or I would do like the 2728 New York Central. As far as the pacemaker cars, I've always wanted a Vision Line pacemaker box car to go with my Niagara and, uh, you know, the Hudson I have. So I'm considering it, but with Lionel's history of, you know, the paint schemes being too light, I oh, kind of want to yeah. wait and see. Yes. Uh, but I love the uh, set. I love the idea. But sometimes the stuff's been delivered. You know, the red's been too light. Uh, I don't know what the gray's going to look like. If it looks good when it's delivered, I'll probably grab a set. So, I hear you uh, completely. Yeah. All right. I love water level route stuff. So, uh, you know, I've been waiting to see these Mohawks come back. All right. Well, that wraps up the steam engines that are new in this catalog does anyone at least from a, uh, a legacy perspective uh anyone have any kind of like uh last minute or last thoughts on the on the steam engines that were in the catalog on this catalog oh one sentence great stuff great road name choices great features i just you know hopefully the paint schemes when they're delivered are just as great as they appear in the catalog uh you know, there's a lot of really creative ideas with the steam section. I completely agree. Second. Raven, how about you? All right. Yeah, I, I agree with that too. Yeah. All right. Legacy Diesel. Um, I'm going to go ahead and hand over the reins over to Mr. Matt Z. He's going to uh, moderate the uh, the Legacy Diesel part. All right, so I'll start off with the uh, SC70 ACE, which for you modern fans, you know, you can't go wrong with this one. This and a Givo, I think, is your best modern bet as far as, you know, O-scale is concerned with uh, modern motive power. So really cool stuff. And yet somehow so start with, didn't go wrong with it. No. Nah. So the road names we have offered, we have the uh, Atlantic Coastline, then we have the Kansas City Southern Heroes paint scheme, which I didn't even I didn't even know about this one. And this is, by the way, this is the only prototypical scheme out of the whole spread here. And this is on page twenty, by the way. Uh, sure. I like that. I see Kansas City Southern a lot where I live. It's really pretty cool. And this one is the only one that's offered in only one number. All the rest of these fictionalized schemes are offered in two numbers. So we have for Matt, we have the uh, Santa Fe and the bonnet scheme, which is beautiful. Then we have the Baltimore, Ohio. Then we have the uh, Boston and Maine. There, there's my Boston accent. <laughs> we got the uh, Kane Pacific, the uh, Great Northern, and then the Monon. So all really cool paint schemes. Out of all of them, though, I really think that uh, bonnet Santa Fe. Okay, I'm going to jump in here, and yes, you would think I would be in for the bonnet, but I'm going to tell you what, I actually think I might actually get that Kansas City Southern Heroes. Um, and I'll tell you why. Um, I really like the fact that it has both the American flag and the Mexican flag on there uh, that has uh, for both, uh, you know, KS, KCS operations in both the United States and Mexico. Um, and uh, that kind of hits uh, – little home personally for me um and just uh not go into my personal life but uh uh my uh, uh my daughter is half mexican so uh it kind of uh um you know it's kind of personal to me and i really think i, I really like that paint scheme and uh one side is actually in english and the other side i believe is in spanish oh really that's cool uh, on that locomotive yes um 
And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what I'm actually I might actually order that one. It's kind of cool. Okay, so uh, that's all the paint schemes for the SG70s. I know Matt was just talking about the uh, KCS Heroes one. That one's really, really cool. Like I said, for me, probably the bonnet or really that Boston and Maine. That's really cool looking. So I don't know. It's something to at least think about. So I, like I don't that. like I any of I don't like any of them. The fact that the Grand Trunk Heritage Unit got left out is a crime, and I'm going to send Lionel a strongly worded letter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> give give me a scale yeah, legacy Grand Trunk SD seventy M dash two and give me Lion Chief two Heritage uh tier four Gevos and we'll be happy. <laughs> It'll yeah. come. Yeah, if there's a prototypical, I'm not a modern diesel expert, but if there's a prototypical paint scheme that was left out on this run of these SD70s, yeah, it should have been in there. I mean, as much I love that Kansas City Southern unit, but all the rest are fantasies. Am I right? Is there yeah. another prototypical version nope. or no? They're all fantasy. The rest. The, the only one that is close to prototypical is that Canadian Pacific one. And even then, it's a different road number. And the Canadian Pacific ones are SD70ACUs, not SD70ACEs. Oh. So it's more like an SD90Mac style body. Exactly. They're okay. all SD90Mac rebuilds. Gotcha. Man, yeah. what do you think about that Grand, uh, Grand that uh, Great Northern? I love that great northern paint scheme i i really do and i i uh i have that on my uh you know same paint scheme i have on my little uh um electric one that i picked up uh, a couple weeks ago but uh you know again i'm sticking with the uh the kansas city southern i think but uh that great northern would come probably come in a close second that's cool all right, shall we move on? Mona or Manon. I don't know. One of those two. The experts are probably screaming at you for the right pronunciation. <laughs> I, think I think it's Monin. I believe it's sure Monin. I've always, I've always known it as Monon. So. Me, me too. That's how I've known it. I will Monon. say, though, I will say this. The ACL and the Monon units look like they would do great as CSX Heritage units if they had kept their SD70 ACEs. Yeah, cool. that would be really cool. Okay, let's uh, keep going here. We got the uh, PAs, and I, I know uh, these are always a fan favorite. Uh, we have the Missouri, Kansas, Texas, which goes along with the uh, passenger cars that we saw earlier. Then we have the New Haven in the McGinnis scheme, which I really want the Burks scheme, the uh, gray with the black stripes, or the I'm sorry, the orange with the black stripes. Uh, that one would be really cool. Hopefully one day. Then we have Cotton Belt, which that's kind of interesting. That's that's a railroad you don't see every day. And then if we keep scrolling down here, which we're on page 24 for this, we have the uh, Delaware and Hudson, along with some passenger cars. And we keep going. We have the Erie Lackawanna with the Phoebe Snow passenger train. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we keep going some more. We got one last one. We got the Golf Mobile in Ohio with the PAs and then some passenger cars, which go with this and the uh, Pacific that we saw earlier. So really Mobile. cool stuff. Mobile. I will correct you on that. It is Mobile. Golf Mobile in Ohio. Mobile. Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. 
There you go. There you go. I've been there a time or two. I've been there. I've been there once, twice before. I spent the night there on that there battleship with my boy scout troop back in the day. I tell you what, woo! I tell you what, I went that battleship myself. Then we went and ate oysters till we couldn't move no more. We about to explode. Lord have mercy, y'all ate our dogs down there. I love it. I tell you what, for a New Yorker, you do pretty good. Yeah, there goes there goes our Louisiana uh, audience. <laughs> Man, I've been down here for fifteen years. <laughs> I know the accent pretty well. <laughs> the New York one's probably gone by now. y'all. This is my voice. One day in Louisiana, down by the bayou, I'm gonna go fishing. <laughs> now we've lost. Hey, you are. We can get the turtle soup when we're done. <laughs> Uh, next (laughs) yeah exactly all right uh one note on the passenger cars and we'll talk about this later on so for all of these and i'm highlighting the golf mobile in ohio so there you go uh we have the mobile We got the uh, Station Sounds Diner cars, so we'll hit on. They're all over. They're littered in this catalog. So Raven Hawk and I are doing the uh, sound set for that, by the way. Oh my! Pre-order right there. <laughs> oh my god! Well, hell, we've got the voice control for the Bluetooth app now. We could do whatever you can we do want. It yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just right. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. If you want a custom Station Sounds Diner sound set, uh, contact Ravenhawk or DJ Jazo Gilgey Strange. Got it. I should do that for my Hummingbird Diner. Come to think of it. You can find us. Maybe you can hire. No, we're not doing the A Team reference. (laughs) You probably could. I mean, that'd be really cool. All right. So then next up, we got the uh, GP30s, and this this is a nice, you know, workhorse for any, you know. Hey Matt. Yeah. Can we backtrack a little bit? Sure. Uh, talk about you know on a more serious note, the Delaware and Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. You're good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, me for one, I'm pretty excited to see this uh, set in the catalog. Uh, I've uh, ridden Amtrak along this route uh, several times as a kid uh, up towards the Montreal area, going through some of those beautiful mountain towns of upstate New York. And uh, that dome car is really cool. Uh, You know, the tooling is incorrect for the actual dome top, but, you know, that doesn't bother me too, too much. I still think it's going to be a beautiful set. And um, Ryan did mention that the Alcos are going to have the stainless uh, plated sides, the simulated stainless sides, which is awesome. So um, I I am considering this set. So I don't know if I'm going to pre-order it or just wait till it comes out, but it's definitely in my uh, definite you know wish list. So the observation car is not prototypical. Uh, I don't think the baggage car is either, but it's still a great looking set. And... Um, I'm excited to see it in the catalog and hopefully the passenger cars have a little bit more of a shine to them. Uh, their latest run of the Santa Fe cars was like totally just satin or even flat paint. Uh, that really did kind of bother me. But, uh, 
hopefully these cars will have a little bit more shine to them. It just looks beautiful. It really is a beautiful passenger set in real life. So just uh, this is my highlight from the PA sets. I really right. like this. And real quick, I also like the Erie Lackawanna set too. But, um, you know, the I want to see the snow is cool, but the DNH ones are better in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I think the DNH one is better too. And uh, the Erie Lackawanna cars, I noticed that they use some of the Pincy Broadway limited tooling for that set. And, uh, you know, that, that's cool. But at the same time, I'd rather just, you know, I'd ra- I, I wish they would have done the correct tooling. You know, that's that's uh, my opinion on the set. Uh, but my highlight is really that DNH set. That's really beautiful. So I'll be watching for it. I'll see how it looks when it comes out. And I might, uh, you know, try to grab a set. So good stuff. For sure. Yeah. I, one comment on that. I like when they put passenger cars in sets where one of the passenger uh, one of the passenger cars is like a little bit different than the other ones. Yeah. Uh, especially with this system. So and just as an example, like I have the you know, I have the Burlington Northern twenty one inch cars when they came out a couple years ago. Mm. And um some of my cars are cascade, you know, cascade green striping, and some of them are just a straight up silver Burlington Northern passenger cars and now for some reason that those you know i always like that kind of um look where they kind of just have like two different types of styles you know that are kind of related but for some reason they always kind of look very cool like together like that so yeah that's a beautiful set i have that set too it's actually not mine it's a oh, you do? okay all right you're for work but i it's a beautiful set that burlington set I love it. I have I have all I have the four pack, the two pack, and the Station Sounds Diner, and um, and I have the uh, I have the E eights as well. Sorry, E nines, whatever you call them. But uh, yeah, I I love that set. Never ever will you know they they can bury me with that set. Obviously, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that was fun of grave. <laughs> no one's getting that set. Taking it to the grave. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I'll digress. <laughs> That's really pretty cool, though. So, um, anyway, we got the uh, GP30s. So, um, these are uh, a nice workhorse for really any, you know, semi-modern railroad. Like, they started, like, in the 60s, and they're still – some of them are still around today in various forms and fashions, and we'll talk about that later on. So, for this spread here, we have a Sioux line. Then we have two uh, BNSF versions. We have a Blue Bonnet. Then we have a Cascade Green. Then we have a Chicago Northwestern. Then we have two patch jobs for CSX. We have a Chessie system, which my dad's a huge Chessie fan, so he'll probably be looking into that one, I'm sure. Then we have a Baltimore, Ohio. Then we have probably my favorite, which is the white KCS. That's really interesting looking. And then we have the Reading and Northern. So I'll just kind of come out and just say, yeah, that that uh, Cascade Green BNSF, which is uh, prototypical. That is what twenty eight twenty six looks like. Uh, that is definitely a going to go on my list. So. I'm really excited for the Santa Fe one because that was the only GP thirty on the roster that got that kind of patch job. Because most of the time, all of them still said Santa Fe on them, but this is the only one that got BNSF block letters like that, along with the BNSF Santa Fe shield on it. 
on the note. That is true. All right, so I, I might yeah. have two. I might have two on the list. <laughs> Thanks, Raven. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> but no, if, if I got any of these GP30s, I would definitely get the BNSF 2472, the, the blue bonnet. That, that was just really cool. That is a nice piece. Yeah, I'm with Matt. I love the KCS scheme. I see a lot of Kansas City Southern down here, so uh, that one caught my attention. And, Plus, you know, I like those CSX patch job engines too. Uh, very popular around Staten Island and other places around New York City back in the day. So great don't stuff there. Don't see where that tourist line in Ohio just preserved a Chessy GP30. I didn't oh, see did. that. Yeah, there was That's a cool. group on Facebook uh, called Save the Chessie, and uh, they were trying to purchase a Chessie System GP30 number 6955 from National Railway Equipment in Silvis. And uh, they actually managed to do it. They managed to get grants to buy the engine, and they did a Kickstarter to, or a, or a GoFundMe, rather, to fund the move. And it's heading mm. to that tourist line right now. It's the one that operates. Uh, Oh gosh, somewhere in Ohio, um, they're the ones that have that nickel plate GP30 on the roster there. Oh, nice! But uh, either way, they'll be restoring that thing to its chessy appearance as time and money allows. So, one of the few okay. GP30s to escape being turned into a road slug by CSX. Yeah! Wow, that's awesome. That's really cool. So yeah, it looks oh, like oh, the oh, um, a little bit off subject, but you know. I thought it was worth oh, it. Cool. Good. Yeah, it looks like uh looks like there's some road specific detail on these too. The uh the yeah. suit is like a beacon. The the uh blue and yellow Venus F uh has a I, I believe an air conditioner on top of it, I'm guessing. That's really uh, cool. a couple yeah. of different uh, types of antennas, like the Redding and Northern has like has uh like a like a definitely a really cool styled antenna and the other ones have like your normal kind of like pole antenna. Firecracker. Yeah, yeah, Sinclair. I like those Sioux lines with the was it the light on the top, that rotary beacon. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. That yeah, really and the real seven hundred has that at the museum in uh, Duluth, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like I like when Lionel does that road specific stuff because it really kind of makes it feel like you're actually getting the prototype, right? The only thing yeah. that's wrong about the Sioux line ones is that the Sioux line GP30s had Alco trucks. Oh, did they? Okay. Because yes, they they traded in RS3s to EMD and put them under the GP30s. In fact, uh, you could swap them out. In fact, that's one reason why uh, Wisconsin Central retired the Sioux GP30s very early on because of the Alco motors. You should email Ryan Kunkel about that. They have the Alco truck tooling, so maybe he could swap it out. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I should do that. Yeah, you nope. have his email? No. <laughs> no, right, I got it. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh boy, I'm gonna harass Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, maybe we should have paused the tape for that. My bad. Yeah. Uh, 20, 2022 catalog is gonna be like eight. 20 pages of Southern yeah, down there. Right. <laughs> and then another 50 of subways. Yeah. We're going to get every subway MTH ever made and then some. Fun Grand Trunk FD70 M-2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a creep oh. who won't stop inboxing me. <laughs> uh. 
All right, shall we move on? Yeah. Let's go. All right, we got the uh, veranda turbine here. So, or turbine, turbine, however, you, it's another one of those, however you want to say it, sort of things. Turbine. So, turbine. DJ. Turbine. <laughs> okay, we're all in agreement. Keep her moving. All right. <laughs> Next page. <laughs> all right. Next. Uh, <laughs> which by the way this is on page 32 uh for you guys who are following along with us so we got some really cool ones so the union pacific was the only railroad to actually own these however the fantasy schemes we have here were applied to models that were you know they're obviously what ifs but you know if the turbines would have stayed around a little bit longer and you know maybe had a more better uh, usage it's easier on fuel. There you go, and, yeah. not, and not as noisy. Uh, they may have had a chance with other railroads. So, like for me, my highlight is the Pensy, and the engine that comes to my mind right away is the Centipede. A very similar styling, at least paint-wise, to the Centipede. I actually like the Alaska Railroad one personally, and to be honest. As built, those engines would actually, in my opinion, work pretty well in Alaska. Yeah, because, I mean, they got the uh, – Ryan said something about Alaska. And I forget what it was now, but he, he said something that Alaska would, would be perfectly suited for these. Yeah, I, think- I remember him saying that too. Uh, yeah, the Alaska – I like the Alaska paint scheme in general. Uh, you know, I think it looks great on these units. For sure. I think they all look. You know, I like the style of the obviously the Raina turbine, but um, I gotta say that Department of Defense. I was one just is getting ready to say that that one's the best awesome. for me. That the is the best right here. All right, that's sorry. That one is the too. best paint scheme here. With, yeah. with hands down for me. I love the shark nose with the with the girl underneath the cab window. That is a World War Two yeah. like uh, you know. Obviously, number nineteen forty one. Yeah, uh, that one is slick looking. I love that thing. <laughs> I got a ton of uh, military rolling stock for it too. This is a consideration, definitely a highlight for sure. And uh, features they're putting in this. Oh yeah, the features are awesome. Uh, quickly, I'll run down the paint schemes for you guys. So we have a Union Pacific in the small letters, Union Pacific in the big letters. We have an Alaska. <laughs> That's awesome. And then we have the uh, aforementioned Alaska, the aforementioned Pennsylvania, then the uh, Great Northern. Then we have the Rio Grande, the Southern Pacific, and then two fictional Union Pacifics. We have the uh, modern style paint scheme with the Building America and the American flag. And then we have the Greyhound, which is really pretty cool. And then I do. I like that too. And then the uh, Department of Defense. So really, really cool stuff here. That Greyhound is really nice. Where's our 49er uh, turbine? <laughs> Where's the 49er, yeah, the 49er turbine? <laughs> oh, man, that would be awesome. For sure. Right? I would so buy I mean, that. You're going for the whole 49er like paint scheme like fleet, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no. I mean, if that was the case. I'd have bought the Jeevo, and I didn't. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. It looked great yeah. on the engine, but the diesel, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, DJ mentioned features, and yeah, these things are really feature loaded here. So super bass sound system in the fuel tender. How about that? That's Apple? gonna be that's gonna be awesome. And so that's is awesome. the uh, uh, dual smoke units. So they're gonna, I guess, alternate kind of like the early one did. So that'll be really, really cool. That makes it almost like a vision line item in a sense. Basically, yeah, it's like the road specific crew talk, and it was basically. I was it's yeah. got the vision line pricing. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. If it was vision line pricing. If it was vision line pricing, it would be nineteen ninety nine ninety nine plus shipping and handling. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As seen on TV. <laughs> that's cool. Um, although I think what's going to be really nice about these and like a feature that really isn't talked about much anymore it, it was when it was first announced but now it's not really talked about that widely anymore is the sequence control if you put this thing on high momentum with sequence control the uh um changing from the diesel motor to the turbine i believe starts at speed step 24 which is when the bell shuts off in sequence control so that would be really yeah. fun to have it really slowly start moving and then have that turbine kick in that'd yeah. be awesome to do it automatically, yeah, that yeah. really would be sweet. I forgot about sequence control because I never used it. Just I, a well, you know, just a tidbit here, mm-hmm. and for those that are, that don't know, um, if you have a legacy engine and you have a legacy station sounds car, and you run them as a train and you use sequence control, the uh, the engine will sequence with the station sounds car as well, and the station station sounds car will play all the correct announcements. That's cool. Wow. Yes. I got to try have, that. Sometime. I have that uh, M- my Empire State Express out right now. That's what I'm running. And I don't know if you remember my video from a few years ago, but I put the uh, Station Sounds Diner package in that Golden Gate Depot diner. So I'm, I'm going to try that tonight. <laughs> That's yeah, be- I mean, it has to be a legacy engine it and is. it has to be a legacy station sounds car yeah. and you have to put them in a, in a train but if you start the sequence control on the engine on the train itself they will both work the, the station sounds car will so if you start moving you know if you start you know if you crawl with the throttle a little bit uh you know the engineer will make his speech and then the uh, the conductor will make the uh you know the speeches as well yeah. in the station sounds car I'm going to try that out. Yeah, because the whole thing is legacy. It's just like mm-hmm. all the legacy electronics and threw it in a Golden Gate Depot car. But oh, we gotcha. The same thing. So, Can I just say real- if the reefers would work for that? Huh? Can I just say I real see quick? if the reefers would work? <laughs> I would have to see if the. Uh... <laughs> I did. I was like, you're both talking at the same time. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'd be curious to see if the uh vision line reefers would work with that because i have a uh two two three packs of those i'd be curious to see if that would work maybe it will who knows that would be cool for sure yeah i don't know if the vision line reefers only because the the actual true sounds out of that come when the car is actually stationary but yeah, it's right. worth a try to see Worst that could happen is nothing. That's true. 
All right, so next up we have the SW8s, the yard switchers based off of the uh, Lionel did the SW7, and then he also did the MW2, which I have one of those. And so this is kind of a continuation on that series. So we are on page 34 here. So we're getting there. So we have the New York Central, which that's a highlight for me, of course. We have the Conrail, the Seaboard Coastline, the Boston and Maine. So for you Boston fans, there you go. There's another piece for your wallet to uh, crush on. Then we have the Rock Island. We have the Coors. Then we have the Strasburg. I, I don't know what's so special about that one. You guys have to fill me in there. <laughs> and then we have the Southern Pacific. Isn't it? Isn't that Strasburg one originally a New York Central one? Kind of looks like it. Yeah, with the striping on the pilot and the yellow handrails. Yeah, I would say it looks like. <laughs> I will look it up. Hold on. Okay. Strasburg right. Railroad. Let's see. Let's see. SW. That is. Let's see. Road numbers. 86, 18. 18. Yeah, 86, 18. I kind of like how the windows, you know, the two center windows in the cab are blacked out on that one. Same with the Conrail. I didn't yeah. notice that. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I like that on the Conrail engine. It stands out more. Yeah. I like the SP with the flying number boards. Yes, it is an ex-New York Central, built originally as New York Central 9618. Huh, Interesting. So it's one well, number off. The in the book. So it's a so was it, it so it was actually a prototype. So Strasburg actually had this engine. Yes, they still has, have they still have it actually. Nice. Yeah, they got they got it in two thousand eight actually. Okay. And it's cool. basically in New York Central colors, but it says Strasburg on the side. I think they may have relettered it for a photo charter once, but. For the most part, it's mostly lettered for Strasburg. Fun fact, for their Day Out with Thomas events, they actually take this engine and slap a few features on it, and it, and it gets turned into Mavis, actually. Really? I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. That's cool. <laughs> it's very yeah. creative, actually. Like they, they put the face on it, they black out the Strasburg lettering, and they put lettering along the pilot that says the Farquhar Quarry Company. So, yeah, they turn it into Mavis. Wow. That's cool. That is interesting. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. That would be a good custom run for one of the hobby stores. For sure. Your sales go crazy with that. That would be cool. Uh, going back on what you said before, Matt, on the Southern Pacific, um, I like those 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 number boards are pretty cool, too, in the middle. And I believe it looks like there's marker lights on those, too. Yeah, th- that's what drew, drew me to it. It's like, that's really cool. The uh, – Boston and Maine? Yeah, Boston and Maine's gotten a little further up. But yeah. that's so that it must be like one must be uh ex Southern Pacific or something. But really, really cool. I really Yeah, that's like unique that. out of that. That's yeah. I like how they're able to capture all the different detail variations on this model. That's really, really nice. You know, kind of, again, it, road specific detail is, is always really cool. It's kinda of like what I'll they did with the S forty five a few years ago. Reminds me of that. Oh yeah. You know, I'll give Lionel this. You know, they're really starting to become like Atlas with the road specific and road number detail. You know what I mean? It's really gotten really good over the last about three, four years. That's really, really cool to see all that. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. Beautiful stuff. Okay. Now we get into this high-speed train set. I, I have no idea what this thing could be about. And yes, I'm kidding. <laughs> around page 36, by the way. Okay, uh, I'm going to, let's see. Uh, how about let's have Raven uh, talk a little bit about this, buddy. Oh, boy. Where do I begin? So Lionel has had a storied history with the Acela Express because they first offered it in 2005. And if I may quote Ryan Kunkel, he uh, said during the live stream today that many people have told him that that was the greatest piece of technology that Lionel put out when you could get it to work. You bet. Yep. Because that thing was crammed full of features and it was really great. It was super ambitious for the time. Like this thing, if if they had marketed it five or six years later, it would have been under the vision line probably. Oh yeah. But oh my God, that thing crapped the bed when it came out. You know, it's, and many of them are shelf Queens now as a result. So I actually am very excited for the Acela because they tried to re-release it in 2012. That didn't work. So now they're doing it again. And I think with the changes they have made, I mean, yeah, it's still super expensive. But with the changes they've made to the Acela, I think it will be a lot more user-friendly and a lot better to run. And more to the point, some of the trains they've made, both the fantasy schemes and... uh, my personal favorite is actually the American flyer one there. That's actually down below the main Acela there. And no, I'm not talking about the AC Gilbert company. When I say American flyer, when the Acela was first marketed um, and they did promotional stuff for it in the early, in the mid nineties, mid to late nineties, it was originally called the American flyer. And it was in that paint scheme. And if you go back and look at like, you know, concept art and promotional material and old 3D videos from that time frame. That's the train you see. And then later on, they changed it, the name to the Acela Express. They changed the paint scheme. But that was what the original concept of it was. And the fact that Lionel is doing that is amazing, in my opinion. So spoilers, I'm ordering the <laughs> American Flyer concept to sell because I want this thing so bad. Nice. Yeah, I, I, as I'm a big Amtrak fan as well, so I, I think this is this is. I mean, it, this thing's really cool. It looks cool. I had I've had a chance to actually to uh, check out the um, the TMCC one uh, back in 2005. The um, the one from the original one, uh, my local hobby shop had it. And when I was there one day, they were actually packing it up because someone had purchased it. (laughs) So they were testing all the features. They were testing the doors and everything. And uh, man, this thing just, it just, it's such an awesome looking model, right? Um, You know, I, maybe I don't blame Lionel for removing the doors. I know the doors can be very problematic thing. But, well, the doors uh, will still open. They're just manual doors. They're manually correct. Yeah, but they also, uh, also removed the uh, computer-controlled uh, tilt mechanism as well. It's now just going to be manual. Yeah, it says passive tilt mechanism. Well, okay, okay. automatically tilt when they go around a corner. It'll still it'll still tilt, but it won't be 
computer controlled with a motor like it was on the old one it'll be oh okay yeah. okay it's, it's, it's on like some kind of gimbal or something like, like yeah, that it's not like a ramp i think okay yeah okay okay that's cool but they do have passenger figures in them i i like the fact that they're putting out a station sounds car for this um i would love to hear the the sounds out of this um I'm a huge Station Sounds car kind of guy. I, I love Station Sounds cars, so um, I think they give so much more life to things. So um, I can't wait for you to get it, dude, and, and do a review of it because uh, my only problem is I would love to have this, but again, it's just too big for my layout. But uh, it That's would fair. definitely be something if I had the curves. I, I would actually, I would actually buy this. It's I really you that got a Santa Fe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not yeah. getting the Santa Fe one. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, let's talk about those fantasy schemes while yeah, we're at it. Oh, yeah, let's cool. go ahead and move on. Let's move to the next page. Yeah, this is uh, they spill on to 38 and 39. Yeah, holy cow, those paint schemes. Although, uh, I'll have yeah. to say that uh, the Milwaukee Road one actually, the colors look really good on that. I'll tell I you like which paint scheme works really good out of all of them is the New Haven and the Union Pacific ones. The they Union Pacific is awesome. Yeah, so, the Union but, Pacific's not bad either. Like the M10,000 inspired paint scheme. That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on the uh, Acela DJ? What are my thoughts on it? Yeah. Um, I'm very happy to see it come back. I am also very happy to see like three speaker sound system in it. If you buy, uh, you know, both the main set and the add-on three pack, uh, I think it's going to really come to life with both engines having sounds. And then you have the station sounds uh, car in the middle of the train. And I really like that. It, you know, one thing I was taught, um, I played a few different instruments and one thing I was taught as a little kid because I was being classically trained is less is more and you know the fact that they took out all that computerized technology and just did like a simple tilting mechanism you know that works uh, without all the computerized stuff and that's just going to work because the cars naturally go around a curve I think that's so much better and, um, for sure you know also, you know, to not have the uh, tether that goes between the cars, uh, that, that's annoying when every time you have to hook up the train uh, to connect a tether in between each car, that just gets annoying. So it's, you know, I really like the fact that they've simplified it yet at the same time improved it, in my opinion, um, you know, especially with the three speaker sound system. Mm-hmm. As far as the fantasy schemes go, some of them are really catchy. Some of them are really eyesores. But, it, you know, that's in the eye of the beholder. Uh, I love the New Haven. I love the Milwaukee. And the Pensy's not bad either. Um, it's it's pretty cool. It does remind me of the Congressional a little bit. But um, I would have to say my two favorite uh, fantasy schemes are the New Haven and the uh, Milwaukee. Those are really beautiful schemes. And I will I say on the – as well i think that's really a, a cool idea to bring that back right i will say on the on the pensy one if they had made the power cars the paint scheme of the congressional limited gg ones that silver and red that would have looked a lot better than the tuscan and five stripe on these in my opinion i agree with you there yeah Either completely tuscan broad stripe scheme uh yeah so either one uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with DJ on this. I, I think the first fantasy scheme goes. Um, 
you know, which one would I buy? I would buy the I would buy the the, the, the standard Amtrak Accela. Uh, although the concept one is cool too. But uh, as for fantasy schemes go, the Milwaukee Road definitely. And um, look, the Santa Fe one is great with the war bonnet scheme. But uh, I would save I would save my Santa Fe set for something else uh, in this catalog. Uh, we'll get to that one later. <laughs> we haven't cool. been talking. About- the other Cella Express that's later on in the catalog. Oh, that, oh that, that that, that's later on. <laughs> we got a, we got a little ways yet, but uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Real quick though, um, for my thoughts, and this is a, a shameless plug for something that oh, I don't know, I might be interested in just a little bit. Uh, both units on this have uh, the powered cars anyway have sound and motors at both ends, and hmm, what do we know that has? Uh, basically an entire train of the same thing. Uh, Lionel, we need legacy subways, please. Right? <laughs> There's my plug. Yeah, if they did subways with sounds at both ends and also motors at both ends, uh, that would really be incredible. So, Yeah, I agree. Sure. I, I, I just, like, how do you do so many of these fantasy sets for Accelo when you could have done, you know, come on. Give us one page of subways. Come on. CTA or uh, New York City. It makes no difference. Uh, well, any one of them would do. I'm hoping they apply this Acela technology to a subway or to like an MU car. I know Ryan a couple of years ago mentioned doing MP54s and other MU cars for the Pensy in Long Island. Um, so if they apply this technology with the uh, sound system and engine and motors at both ends of the train, uh, it really, it really would be nice for some of those commuter trains, uh, subways, MU packs, and stuff like that. It really would work very well. So, hopefully, this is a success, and then they can apply this technology to other uh, models and molds down the line. I hope so. Yep. Totally agree with that. Yeah. All right. So then, uh, next up, we have the start of sets. So we have the Nickel Plate Road Work Train set, and this set is really, really cool. So, and by the way, we're on page uh, forty-two and forty-three here. So the we have the main set, which includes the SW eight. Then we have a flat car with a Team CC ballast tamper, and that's the same ballast tamper that we'll see later on that's sold separately. It's the same piece. We have a 8,000-gallon tank car. We have a kitchen car with the sounds in there, so that's the same as the previously released car. Then we have the bunk car for the set. And then if you want to expand it, we have an expansion pack with... The uh, two 40-foot flat cars, and one of those has the TMCC speeder on there. And then we have a tool car and a bunk car. So in all in all, a very well-rounded work train set. Really, really cool. It is. I like it. I just wish it wasn't so expensive. Well, I, I think the I think the work, the nickel plate road work train set price is okay. I think the expansion pack yeah. price is just way too much. I mean, let's oh, wow. see. I, just, I didn't even look at the MSRP. On I mean, it's $300 less, and it doesn't even come with a freaking uh, – with a legacy engine. Like, I don't even yeah. – I don't even know how you even justify that, to be honest with you, because, um, you know, speeders aren't really that expensive. I mean, 
you know, they're like 150 bucks or something. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I yeah, know. it's expensive. I mean, yeah, retail is 680. So I mean, I think Pruder is probably like maybe six, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. The MSRP on the set, like, you know, in my mind, not bad. No, the set's get, a good price. You know, you're getting a pretty good amount for that price. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, that expansion pack, I just like, I'm just looking at the MSRP on this right now because this is not something I really planned on pre ordering. But, uh, yeah, that expansion pack. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well. Just a quick note on the ro- the roadwork train set. I mean, it comes with a kitchen car, and I don't know if you guys have a kitchen car. I have a UP kitchen car, and those are awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't, but they, I want one. They make they make you know they have the freight sounds when it's moving, and then when it's stopped, it you know it's it's guys around a campfire eating hot dogs and stuff. It's 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 really cool. I mean, if if you like kind of ambient sounds like that, um, so you get that. Uh, and you get a ballast hamper and you get a legacy, um, you know, SW8 locomotive. Yeah. I mean, that price is great for that. For sure. I'm just I'm just a little set back on that uh, expansion bag because mm-hmm. it's not even a legacy uh, thing on there. It's a, it's a little TMC speeder. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. Eric Siegel's review of the kitchen car and he referenced that uh, old Mel Brooks movie. Uh, Oh, what's the name of it? But it's all the all the people around the campfire. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. That's it. Yeah. Let's, uh, let, let, let's be careful how we how we handle Blazing Saddles. <laughs> now wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a second. Now for the hot dogs, are they eating Nathan's hot dogs? That's the real question. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, I guess it depends on the uh, the road name. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. You're right. I mean, we, I mean, on the Katy, they'd probably be eating beans just like in Blazing Saddles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's keep going here. I need to pick one of those up eventually. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. I need to get one. They made Pensy uh, Maintenance Away. I might have to look into that one. Yeah, I remember that. I want one in Long Island. I believe one of the clubs, I think it was the Nassau Railroad Club, I think they did the uh, uh, Dashing Dan scheme cars, I think. I don't think it was the kitchen car. I think they did just the bunk car and the tool car. You could probably either custom paint one or swap shells with something. Yeah, I could probably custom paint one. could do one from like the 1980s era. It's just slate gray with a M logo on it. So, well, there you go. That's a good idea. Yeah. So next up, we have the um, Asa Packer set, and this is the Lehigh Valley's attempt at a passenger train. So this one's pretty cool. It has the uh, 462 Pacific, and then we have a uh, four passenger cars. We have the combine car, uh, two coaches, and then we have a Station Sounds uh, diner car. So you get a whole fully featured train here. So it's a very nice uh, set. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this? I'll be honest with you. I don't even know anything about this set, so I really can't judge it one way or the other. I'm, I, 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 I just don't know anything about it. Me too. Same here. Uh, I agree. <laughs> you know what he said? I agree. I am not a huge Lehigh Valley person. I, I 
Um, I don't want to say, you know, yes or no, either way. The, the colors are kind of cool, you know, for sure. I like, I like, I like, uh, contrasting colors like that. Really nice, bright with off, you know, off of like a black or like charcoal looking color. I, I think that looks kind of cool. Yeah. It's really back to that Halloweenish type of look. Yeah, it's him. This the Halloween. Yeah. Look. it's a Halloween set. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, moving down some more, we have the New Hope and Ivy Land excursion set, and this is going to make the modern excursion guys go nuts because it has the uh, engine and then the four Redding or uh, Redding tooled passenger cars yeah. to go along with it. Really cool set. I like the tooling on those cars. It uh, really is pretty neat. Yeah, they're nice. Has anybody seen them in person? I know they've already released a run of these. I haven't. I have not. I haven't either. Hmm. I've seen videos of them, and they look cool. Legacy hasn't had any yet? I'm sure they've had them, but, you know, it's not necessarily something that they would stock regularly. You know what I mean? Now, yeah, if, somebody, true, now if somebody bought it for a customer order, then that's fine. But, you know, other than that, why would they buy something like Reading and Northern or, or something like that for a store in the Atlanta area? Yep. True, you're right. Are those 21-inch cars? No, those are 18-inch. They are 18, okay. All right. Yeah, All they're right. scary from what I understand. They're a prototypical length, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're, uh, they're very nice. <laughs> So then we uh, we move on to the 1926 Cardinals set. No, we're not talking about baseball. We're talking about the New York Central uh, passenger train that was it was around for two days. <laughs> Ser- seriously, two days. It yeah. went from New York to Chicago and back. <laughs> so it was uh, Cardinal Haynes. I mean, I like the paint scheme. Me too. But yeah, if you're just, unless you're a hardcore New York Central fan, you're not going to know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for some reason I thought this carried the pulp and here I am reading it. No, it carried Cardinals. So <laughs> but it is catchy. I will admit that. It is a catchy paint scheme for sure. Definitely different looking. I mean, you don't think of, you know, a lot of times you think of, you know, heavyweight cars as this green or black. So to see Cardinal Red is really really cool looking. Mhm. Yeah, it's kind of like got a uh, what is it like almost like a gold trim on it, or like a yellow, goldish yellow trim. gold. I don't know something like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then how it does? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this is one of those things that's going to hit the secondhand market for like fifty percent less than the MSRP. <laughs> it might. I don't know. So here's something that probably won't will be the uh, that'll this will probably go for double the MSRP. It'll be the uh, Santa Fe Valley Flyer set, and I'll let Matt take the reins on this one because I know he's really interested in this. Oh yeah, this was the um, so I took a couple of uh, you know post-it notes and threw them in the catalog, and this one was on one of the pages. So this is uh, this this I, this one's awesome looking. I. I I don't know. It's just it's it's obviously prototypical, right? Because they had it only ran like for I don't remember. I think it says in there, but it it didn't run for very long. Hopefully but uh, for longer than two days. Gosh, <laughs> the the color scheme here is fantastic. I love how that the baggage. You know how the baggage car paint scheme uh, 
flows with the tender color. I just noticed that. That's really cool. That is so sweet looking. And it comes with a station sounds car. Yeah. Yes, the price is a bit high, but, you know, we're probably talking like if you get it from a good dealer, maybe 1800 maybe, 1900 maybe. Um, but this one is definitely one that I would uh, I would definitely – I'm not going to pre-order it, but if it comes in somewhere I, I uh, and I have the, the funds available, I, I'd pick this one up. Uh, what do you think, DJ? It's a pretty set. Um, it's definitely catchy and it's definitely uh, flashy and I really do like the fact that it has the Station Sounds car within the package you know within the set package so I think the MSRP is a little high especially for something that's basically you know all plastic cars but um, at the same time I could see where it's definitely attractive and it's pretty and uh, you know there'd definitely be uh There'll definitely be a lot of Santa Fe guys interested in this, that's for sure. Yep, and I like the fact that Lionel started putting figures back inside of their 18-inch cars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to open them up uh, because I I actually did that on my uh, Burlington Northern Station Sounds car, 21-inch Station Sounds car, and it was – maybe it was the fact that it was a Station Sounds car, but holy cow, did I have a – heck of a time opening that thing up Uh, so yes and i love people inside of like i put people inside of all my subways i think it adds a really cool uh, you know realism effect to your to whatever kind of you know whether it be a subway or 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 a passenger car or some kind of street car it just adds a really neat kind of effect to it and uh if i don't have to open it up (laughs) it's more (laughs) better for me but uh yeah just closing thoughts on this one i i really really like this there's you know this and that that uh, gp uh 38 bnsf are definitely two things i'm looking at for sure one thing i noticed about the uh 18 inch passenger cars in this catalog is they don't based on the catalog drawings they don't have those horrible green windows anymore uh, i hope that's the case and clear windows ah very true very so, true. I have a two-pack of the Long Island cars from a few years ago, and those green windows got to go. They look awful. But uh, I'm very happy to see that they're. it seems like they're using clear plastic windows this time. Uh, that's Especially with using the LED light boards, uh, I definitely think that's the way to go. I yep. hope so. I, I have the uh, Trailblazer Diner, and uh, I one of the first things I did was take those green windows out and replace them with my own because those green windows are terrible looking. Yeah, they look okay with the incandescent lights, but not the LEDs. <laughs> not at all. Uh, Raven, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, uh, some of the sets we've talked about, the passenger sets. Well, I mean, I like the Valley Flyer and I like the New Hope and Ivy Land set. I think those I think those two are my personal favorites. Are they worth pre-ordering in my opinion? I would say no for me. Um, if I did pre-order one, I would probably get the Valley Flyer before the New Hope and Ivy Land simply because, you know, I'm a Santa Fe guy. I love that paint scheme. But at the same time, the Weaver Models one is still fairly readily available on the aftermarket. So if I really wanted that engine, I could just get that engine. You know, I 
I don't need it right now. Maybe, you know, that that could be something that I'll regret later on, but I I don't need it right now personally. I've got other priorities from the catalog and while it's nice, it's just not for me. Not this time around anyways. Cool. All right, so we'll keep going now. We got the uh, John Bull sets. Now so, here's something I'm interested uh, yeah, in. Yeah, this is cool. Uh, I like these too. These are nice. I just, you know, I mean, I love this. These sets they're doing with like the brass and die cast, the, really the uh, reproduction series of really fine brass pieces that, you know, they're not really designed to be run on a layout, but they're really, really beautiful for display. But, buddy, with that flat car set, you certainly can run them on your layout. Well, yeah. That, that flat car set is really nice. I'm actually going to order that set. I I didn't know that was in there until I saw the catalog today. I knew the John Bull was in there, but I didn't know about that. But actually, I'm, I really like that set because, to me, you get the best of both worlds. You get the nice museum piece that can be run on conventional mode. Or you can just put it on your flat car and run it in a steamier, a freight train, and it looks just fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, really cool. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to get that set. And this uh, has a New York City reference to it, too, because uh, they were used um, for the 1939 World's Fair. Yeah, I'm thinking about ordering the uh, flat car set myself, too. I might join you there, uh, Mr. Ravenhawk. But um, I really, you know, I, I love the 1939 World's Fair history. And some of the pieces that were on display during that time period have just never been produced in O scale. And, uh, you know, we're getting a Lionel Legacy American Railroads S1. And now Lionel has announced this. And, you know, I would... Uh, I'm probably going to go in for this myself too. These sets are just absolutely beautiful, uh, wonderful display pieces. And, uh, you know, slowly but surely it would be nice to get a 1939 world's fair collection going. Um, that would be amazing. That'd be awesome. Yeah. There's uh, I would love to see a and N one produced, which is the first duplex steam locomotive ever made. Um, but third row hasn't done that yet. No, no. I've emailed Scott about it, and I've emailed Ryan about it, and both of them kind of have the same approach, where they just don't think enough interest is there. B&O has a tendency to undersell in comparison to some other mainstream railroads, so um, I'm not sure if uh, N1 would ever be produced. However, if you get a chance to Google image uh, a B&O N1, it's a beautiful blue locomotive, beautiful duplex theme, and... Uh, it would be really nice to see it as a brass hybrid and would fit along nicely, you know, fit alongside nicely with this, uh, this flat car set and the uh, S one that's coming out soon. So good stuff here. Really good. For sure. I think these sets, I think these sets are a bunch of bull. So (laughs) (laughs) you are smart, man. You are very funny. (laughs) That's all I got to say about that. I'm looking at this N1. I just Googled it real quick. That's really cool looking. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, these are really cool. These are really neat looking pieces. 
yeah. sure. So that yeah. rounds out sets, um, believe it or not. So we have, well, what is a set? However, we need proper power to pull it, and I feel that it'll be coming soon in the form of the Rio Grande ski train, which, Matt, you'll probably get your Metro F40s as well. So we got some really cool pieces here. This is on page 52 for y'all that are following along. We have the power car. We have, uh, what's the other one? The diner. Then we have the four pack and the two car add-on pack as well. So this is a really cool set. They did the power car for the Union Pacific with the excursion. So that's really cool. And then the the, the, the station sounds diner car is going to be a nice addition to the train. And I'm sure that I have some really cool uh announcements for that one so really cool stuff however i know we keep talking about prices but i mean the powered car is really really expensive i mean 330 dollars for one car that's a lot of bucks does does that power my layout too (laughs) wish it did i gotta be honest that's more expensive than a golden gate depot car yeah Yeah, same thing yeah wow (laughs) <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Does it, is it even like, does it have a command control nope. unit inside of it? It's conventional only. It's oh, uh, just a switch. That's mm-hmm. weird. Cause I, so just for reference, I, I have the UP one um, because uh, uh, one of the uh, online uh, retailers was, uh, was, was pieced out that UP set. And they uh, and uh, one of the the individual units they were selling is the UP generator car, and uh, I liked it. I thought it was cool, so I, I picked it up. But I didn't even pay close to that. I honestly, I think I paid less than half of that. Oh wow! <laughs> for it, so yeah, that's I don't I don't know how you justify three hundred twenty nine dollars. That almost seems like a that's wrong. Where's she the diners? I mean, those are those are insane. That's crazy. I mean, three hundred and sixty-nine dollars a car. I mean, yeah, it's got legacy and sounds and all that, but I mean, that's not worth, in my opinion. To be honest, I'd rather go Golden Gate Depot. <laughs> Me too. At, at that, at, at, if this is yep. the price it's going to be, yeah, <clears throat> GGD all the way. Indeed. Yeah. Although I will say, if they do ski train F forties, which Hey, I mean, if they're offering this, we know F40s will probably be coming sooner or later. It's yeah, going to be nice. Actually, it's going to be nice to see another run of the F40s, and I hope they do more of the cabbages in that same run because I love yeah. my Amtrak cabbage, and I hope they do more of them in like the Cascade or even the Veterans paint scheme. The Veterans would be really cool. So that would be an fingers crossed for that. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, believe Ryan on the Facebook uh, video said that uh, that there there will be uh, matching engines to this in a future catalog. Hopefully, it's not volume yeah, two. <laughs> so he definitely did mention that it'll be a fun set. Yeah. Um, you know, the MSRP is a little bit surprising, but putting that aside, uh, it will definitely be a fun set. I'm sure it'll be popular too. It'll sell. Yeah, out. the colors are awesome, right? I mean. It's, yellow on silver to me is like oh, i love that me too it's I, really cool looking yeah i like that color scheme pack, the uh, combine car has different color trucks it's got black trucks i, I saw that that's interesting it is that's cool I, I i like that yeah is that prototypical is any uh i was gonna ask i don't, that. Know. I don't know 
Uh, let me look. Let me look real quick. Yeah. Let's see. Denver. Raven is our prototype yeah, researcher. He's, he's the man. We got DJ the historian, yep. and then we got uh, <laughs> Raven the uh, the prototype guy. Let's see. Uh, feel free to continue the conversation while I'm looking for this. All right. Okay. It's a nice set. I really wish, though, that um, they would have done the VistaVision camera car with one of the domes. That would have just put it over the edge, especially considering what set it's in. Oh, wow. They didn't do Rio Grande in a, in a previous run. They've done the Vista Vision twice now, maybe three. Well, if they're putting out new engines, I bet you they'll. I bet you if this is popular and people buy it, they'll put out a Vista Vision dome. Or maybe they did and I just missed it. I thought about you know, trying to find a secondhand market Vista Vision dome in any paint scheme. doesn't matter. Uh, and then throwing it into my train of tomorrow. I think that'd that would be, be cool. That would be really cool. Well, some more are coming, aren't they? Um, oh no, I'm thinking of the uh, the end the end cars. You're thinking that you're talking about the Vista Vision ones. Okay, yeah. you could buy yeah. just the cameras. Oh, you can. Yeah, you got to call Lionel to order them, but you can you can buy them. Yeah, I'd rather do that than buy a whole dome car. But I got to see what the price of the cameras are in the parts department. It might be cheaper to buy the dome. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd have to look. I'll I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Anyway, sidebar, side note. <laughs> yep. Are those tru- are those trucks black on that prototype car? I'm still looking. Give me just a moment, guys. Okay. Everything I'm seeing so far shows that the train had silver trucks on the whole thing. Yes. But what's I- the what's what's the name of the car? Let's see if we uh, zoom in. Can anybody see the name of it? It says the ski train, and the car number is 1231. Let's see. Denver ski train, 1231. New Year's Eve. Let's just try that. It looks like there's a name there. I'm trying to zoom in. I can see if I can see it. Yeah, I can't tell neither. Uh, Everything I'm seeing is telling me that they're that they were silver. Now there were interesting a few heavyweights mixed in with the ski train in the early years, but the later contests um, all had. Yeah, they appear to have all had silver trucks. From what I'm seeing, I could be wrong, but everything I'm seeing is showing silver trucks. Mm. Might be just a computer typo then. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. It could be. The uh, last round of Alaska F7s, they had uh, black trucks on the Bs and silver trucks on the As. That's how oh, it was in the gosh. catalog <laughs> picture, too. So I don't wow. know. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's quite a contrast, too. You don't realize it until they're right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes those weird things are actually prototypical. Like Lionel did uh, some Pennsylvania oxide red hopper cars. Oh, yeah. Uh, long ago for and they're actually from what i understand prototypical uh to have that bright obnoxious like orangey red color uh some of them were repainted like that for the war Um, oh really that's cool yeah tell mike from cross anchors railroad productions about that (laughs) i said don't tell mike from cross anchors railroad production about that oh no he would do you disagree? <laughs> oh no, he loves orange anything orange and anything train related, yeah. especially orange or car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Orange or car. 
Hashtag yeah. only four cars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going here. So we're yep. on the freight cars now. So we have right out of the gate, we have the Vision box cars, and these are going to be similar to the reefers that. I think all of us have. Um, I've got a couple sets. I sold one to Matt. Uh, DJ, still got your reefers, right? Uh, yeah, I have two sets, Santa Fe and uh, Pacific Fruit Express. Same with me. And then uh, uh, Raven, you still got yours, right? Yep, I've got Santa Fe. I've got the New York Central MDT set that I'm still waiting on to take delivery of. And then I've got yeah, the... Yeah, don't remind me. Yeah, and then I've got the Chicago <laughs> Northwestern cattle car set as well. Cool. So these are, by the way, I didn't order any of those. I'm wondering if I should pick one up. They They are. They are a lot of fun. There is literally, if you hold down the aux three button, there is literally a sound (laughs) of the guy getting stampeded by the cows. (laughs) I gotta get one of those. I have the the Santa Fe ones, and uh, they are they're they're worth it. They're 100% worth it. The only nice. thing I don't like about those cars is you have to unscrew them and open them up to put the cows in there, and they are a yes, son of do. a to get back together. <laughs> oh, I got a few of the older run, and they're the same way. Um, but, you know, I put, like, real hay and weathered them and all kinds of stuff. So I, I, I love them. <laughs> but I, I got to look into those, too. Previous run, but it acted up on me, and then it just stopped working altogether. So I'm wondering if I should just pick up a new run or try to get my old one. Yeah, they, they have what's nice is they um, well, which I thought was really cool. What I was hoping is that, yes, they do come with cattle and they're actually nice little model cattle figures. Yeah, um, there are four of them. Each the two non, you know, command control ones each come with four each. And then if you open it up, they actually put like the uh, the molded feet. Uh, holes so you yep. can kind of stick them in there. No, I, no, I glued, I put super glue on mine so that way they would never come out. But uh, same, um, yeah, thing. really, really yeah. cool. Very, very cool by Lionel. Yeah, the previous sure. runs of the non vision cattle cars are the, exactly the same. Um, you open them up, uh, you know, you can put whatever details you want in there, and then you just kind of glue the cow figures down. And they look great. I've, I forget how many I have. Um, I bought a bunch of them in bulk and then weathered them and sold a bunch but i did keep a few and the the box is kind of buried but uh they they look really good yeah i hope they come up with um uh like some non-vision line ones so i can add you know obviously have more than three i i saw a couple of k-line ones on ebay uh that would actually match pretty well but i was hoping lionel would come out with some uh some matching interesting k-line makes a double level stock car which is used for sheep and pig and lifelikes makes some scale pig figures. So what I did is I think I have, I have maybe ten to twelve uh, stock cars total, and half of them are pig and half of them are cow. And then you just mix them together, and it looks really cool. Um, that sounds really cool. Beef on top, pork in the bottom. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to dig those out. I haven't done a video on them in over a year. It would be definitely interesting to dig them out again. They're in the Plus bottom of your pile. Cool. Plus, it's also cool with the Vision Line cattle cars because the only other time we got a cattle car for the Vision Line was that 1027 car back with the CC2. Yeah, the- Yep, the, Pencil, yeah. the Pennsylvania one, right? Yeah, yes. it was, and I and I I have that car. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, but it's O twenty seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which fun fact? That's also the only one of only two O twenty seven items for the Vision line. 
Yeah. And the, the other one's a billboard car. I have that car too. It's also fun. I my, can play uh, my I, videos on a model train. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my local uh, hobby shop uh, has that vision car. I always go in and look at it. I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of cool, but it, I've never actually seen one in person. Are they actually pretty cool? Yes, uh, I like it. I mean, they're are they fun. gimmicky? Are they cool or are they kind of gimmicky or a mix of both? I mean, they're kind of gimmicky, but... You know, my thing is uh, don't do what the instructions say and plug the cord into the billboard and plug that into your computer because that will hang up your computer and hang up the billboard. Take the, oh. take, the, take the card out of the board and stick it into an adapter and stick that into your computer instead. I learned the oh, hard yeah, way yeah. with that one. <laughs> but let's get back to the box cars. Yes. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. keep going with that. So these are going to uh, – I segued into the reefers just because I wanted to say that these are going to act just like the reefers with the loading and unloading sound sequences. So that will be really cool. And then they'll have the typical you know, uh, wheel sounds when it's in motion. So that would be really, really nice. And they have a pensy for you and me, DJ. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Um, I, I just want the brown to be you know, that brown. <laughs> me too. Um, if it's delivered the way it looks in the catalog, it'll be a fantastic car. It really looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, I'm probably going to get you know, the Mopac one personally. I'm sorry. I said I'm probably going to get the Mopac one. I yeah, that's pretty too. Um, that that would be nice to go with the Golden Gate Depot Eagles that have been announced. So that would be a nice add-on. That'd be cool, Matt. What do we think? Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm in for the Mopac too. So definitely pretty. Oh, I mean, yeah. none of these really are anything that I, uh, you know, that I really model, but I would like to have one of these because I don't have any like vision line freight unloading and loading sequences. I'm guessing that this is a new sequence. I'd um, imagine because it'd be for general freight. freight. Yeah. For general freight. And I would really like to have one of those. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up one of these. They're great, and Lionel always puts in these funny little gimmicks into their uh, Vision Line cars. Uh, it's great; just adds a lot of character. My and, God, know, the I one, the one that is still my favorite is the one from the New York Central baggage car with the parrot. Yeah, <laughs> I love that too. I got that car. <laughs> parrot out of here before the agent loses his mind. I hate my job. I hate my job. Yeah, yeah, twelve bird brain. <laughs> oh my god! That. Yeah, yep, I have that one, and also you know the Vision Reefers where they spill the oranges and stuff. Oh, like I that. love that. That's awesome. Yeah, they're gonna put in this one. Um, oh, they also also the one where they drop the grand piano. Yep, yeah, yeah, that's the bag, that's the uh, latest baggage car. Yeah, that was oh, yeah that, that that was in the New York Central one too. Yep. Oh, it was? Oh, no kidding. Yep. Yeah. Mine's actually a Penn Central car now. Um, (laughs) Witchcraft! (laughs) Great uh, great sound sets, though. Um, I'm looking forward to see what they put in these boxcars. They'll put something funny in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to these. Nice is if they use their old wooden type sheathed box cars and did like one of those uh, dynamite cars that came out of Arizona oh, back. Oh, in the day. Oh, 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 oh. 
I have the old Weaver car. Uh, you know, if they did that, it would be hilarious. <laughs> I tell you what would be so funny, and I've always said this about MTH steam locomotives on a slightly different subject, how they have those sounds for the startup and everything. And uh, there's yeah. one there's one where it's a, a train derailment sound. It's like, oh, no, we're on the ground. Quick, dump the air. What if they did, what if they did one, but it was a boiler explosion? Oh boy! You just, hear, oh, that would be quick. you just hear a quick rush of steam, and then Frank Bale, <laughs> and then you have to restart your engine. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be really cool. That would well, be so what? morbid, but so funny at the same time. Yeah. Well, you can do that with uh, Lionel's new uh, record your voice. You yeah. can make any can do that. You want. Yeah. Oh my god. You just gave me an idea. I know I did. We got DJ with the southern accent for his passenger train, and then we got Raven with the exploding. That wants to destroy everything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's keep going here. We got the uh, 65-foot milk gondolas. These are are really nice. This uh, Conrail, come on now. It's Penn Central Conrail. You got to get that one. I have have that for sure. Me too. I'm getting that. I might do the Pensy too. I haven't made up my mind yet. I like yeah, that CP just, one. Which yeah, one? The CP. Canadian yeah, Pacific. CP. Yeah. Oh, I like the American Steel one. That one's nice. You got that, and then then they had the Bethlehem, which I hope that that one's going to be in that color red and not, you know, like a neon red. <laughs> Or red, red, yellow. I'm sorry, yellow. <laughs> I'm looking at one, thinking of another. Uh, then we have CSX as well in there. So only one number per car. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it is. Well, for the Conrail, I think one number is enough because that's such a unique car. But yeah, for the rest of them, a second road number would would be great. For sure. Then we got uh, more PRR as well. I don't think it's prototypical, but I, I like it. Me too. Like they did the uh, Pennsylvania uh, reefers, the Vision reefers, which those aren't prototypical, but they're very cool looking. So that would probably go good with that. Yeah, they would. Definitely would. So next up, we got the uh, beer cars and we got some modern with graffiti, which uh, that's nice for the modern people, which I like that. I like graffiti, especially on older stuff. B-W-R-U-N, beer run. <laughs> I like those BNSF uh, beer cars with the uh, graffiti on it. I'm definitely going to pick one of those up. Yeah, you can see those running today around New York City. New York and Atlantic Railway switches them out of uh, Brooklyn and Queens all the time. Actually, what's kind of cool here is that it's it's one side is actually different than the other. So yeah, it's actually cool. a whole different printing on one side. I wish they would do like a string, of, like a four pack of those graffiti box cars, because most of them look like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, very cool stuff. On the topic of graffiti, I really was bummed when Lionel canceled the UP graffiti gen set. That was my one yeah, highlight from the last book. Yeah, I was considering that one, and that kind of blows. But yeah, what can you do? You have to add your own decals. <laughs> yeah, that's really all do you it. can do. Be nice do it for, yourself. 
It'd be nice if you could just do it all, uh, just buy it out of the box with the graffiti on there. They did that for the uh, Penn Central S2, which I I got that from uh, you, DJ. And uh, so, I mean, that was nice that, you know, you can buy it and it already has a graffiti on there. That's really cool. Yeah, I used to have two of those. You got my good one. (laughs) I have the one that I fried, uh, gutted it, and put it on top of a flat car. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, it, it looks awesome on that flat car. It does. I've seen it. looks great. <laughs> All right, next up, we got tool cars and a bunch of various rodents. I'm just going to kind of hit these kind of quick. We got the tool cars. We got the kitchen cars, which have the sound system, like we've talked about. And we have the bunk cars, and they're all kind of in the same. Um, they're all in the same road names. So we have Keene Pacific, Central New Jersey, uh, MKT, Sino in the green, which that's interesting. No fucking Western and Western Pacific. So really cool choices there. Different paint schemes. I'm really liking these paint schemes a lot. I like the sh- the color shade on that MKT. Yeah, that's if interesting. off of that and put a like a MTA logo on it. That would be. Sweet. There you go. But yeah, I like them. These cars are cool. I like the first run. Uh, the sound sets are really cool. They're just awesome stuff. For sure. Matt, what do you think? I, I like the two cars. Yep. They're very nice. Yep. Raven? Uh, I like the tool cars. They're not exactly my favorite thing in here, so I probably won't be getting them. I mean, they're cool, but again, not for me. So, yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> for once, I don't oh. really have much to say about something. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> We'll keep going with uh, rolling stock here. I believe we're winding this down. So we have the standard old double door box cars. So we got two road numbers each. We have the the heck is that green one there? CPLT, whatever that is. <laughs> we got Santa Fe. Then we have the PQTV. I don't know what that one is neither. Port of Port of Tillamook Bay. What is, what is that? Does anybody know what that is? That is a short line in Oregon. That's That got one of Southern Pacific's uh, Western Oregon short lines, basically. Um, yeah, I can see the Oregon State uh, decal on that now. Yep. Port of Tillamook Bay. All right. And then we have Detroit and Mackinac. Hey, something for uh, Gary. Yeah, I was thinking that. would be cool. I'm sure he'll get that. He'll probably get we have, tons of those. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Definitely both numbers, for sure. <laughs> and then uh, then we have the standard old gondolas with the ballast loads. So we got uh, heavy hitters for us East Coast guys. We got New York Central, No Fucking Western, Pennsylvania. And then we have a West Coast offering which is in the Union Pacific. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't know how I feel about these cars. I like the Norfolk and Western gondola, and I like the fact that they're making relatively affordable scale cars. I mean, yeah, it's basically like the Rail King style with the molded in stuff, but I think it's a good thing they're doing the standard O again because not everyone wants to fork out $50, $60, $70 for a scale car, but... You know, $39 for that uh, NW gondola, which is the pre-order price for it. That's not bad at all. Not at all. 
No, we're trying to compete with uh, trying to compete with Menards at this point. Yeah, so. really, because Menards has kind of cornered the market there a little bit. Menards got some great stuff. I have a few Menards cars. I have a few Menards cars with have graffiti on it, and I love them. There you go. So, yeah, they're standard O cars, but you know what? You put it in the middle of a, you put it on an older an older train. You know, uh, you know, not a, anything behind anything modern, but yeah, you put it behind something with steam, and it it looks fantastic. Yep, for sure. So then we got some motorized units. So we have the aforementioned speeder and the ballast tamper. So for the speeders and both of these, they work on a team CC. So you can run them with the uh, command remote. So we have the Baltimore, Ohio, the Penn central, the Santa Fe, and then we have the Spurry. I'm not sure what that one's all about. Sperry, uh, is, Sperry is a rail contractor. Okay. And then for the ballast tamper, we have BNSF, Burlington Northern. What else we got? Conrail, uh, CSX, and Southern Pacific. So really pretty cool road names. Now I've never owned the ballast tamper, so I don't know exactly what it does. Do you guys any guys own one of those? No, afraid not. No? I do not own a Team CC tamper. No. Okay. I'm not an expert on this either. I was actually just. Reading the power off on them a little. I'm, bit. I'm guessing that they 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 uh, keep the ballast uh, uh, they, they center and, and they're basically they the, way the way the prototypes work is that they have two little arms that come down and they push the ballast under under the ties to kind of cushion the ride a little bit on the ties. Gotcha. So. There you go. Yeah, I'm All definitely right. in for that uh, Burl- that uh, Burlington Northern one. I like the Conrail myself. So. Yeah, I might do that Penn Central speeder. Yeah, that's a pretty cool little unit. I have a BNSF speeder and I love it. That it, it's a neat, it's a really neat little unit. And I got a Santa Fe for you to for you to continue on. I do. <laughs> Santa Fe too. There you go. You got it. All right, that takes care of the O scale section. So then next up we have the O gauge section. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move into the Lion Chief Plus. 2.0 world and uh looks like we got some baby k4s from lionel uh looks like we got a pennsylvania actually we have several pens in fact we have all pennsylvania all yes. pennsylvania yeah <laughs> including, <laughs> including a uh, tuscan red one i wonder i wonder uh hmm. <laughs> one question hey. i have is this a new tooling or has lionel done this before no it's a it's an older tooling okay gotcha we got a Lion Chief Plus 2.0 K4 here without fantasy paint schemes. Everything else is fantasy. Why not? Yes, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what are you gonna say something like, like a K4 DJ? What? A, yeah, what? I like. It. No, about the the scale one. When oh, I mentioned. The scale one? <laughs> yeah, you have mine. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it, dude. I love it, man. That's awesome. What you I flexing like for? Huh? <laughs> Matt, what you flexing for? You barely got a, a, a pot to pee in or a window to throw it out. What you flexing for? <laughs> I have trains. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I look at it. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do like that red one. That's it's it's nice. nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It looks like a bronze piece, you know. Uh, scale one, yeah, I, this uh, you know semi scale one will look the same. 
That Tuscan K4 is gorgeous. Right. So then what else they got? It's all post-war detailing. I'm looking at them now. They, they don't have any yeah. pre-war detail. Is that correct? Is the ten is the tender correct on those? Are are they are they uh, two axle trucks? Or are they three axle trucks? Uh, you've got two pre-war paint schemes on post-war bodies, which is okay. right and then the uh, Tuscan, and then it looks like you've got two post-war uh, paint schemes on post-war bodies. So yeah, they didn't modify the tooling, which doesn't surprise me because it's a semi-scale engine, but. Um, yeah, it looks like they've tried to capture the pre-war and the post-war with, with these models, just with one body. Yep. Uh, but no, it's nice, you know, a semi-scale model, uh, reasonable MSRP, and they're yeah. beautiful. Yeah, there are people that uh, there are people that are like these. Although the uh, the pricing definitely went up, I think on for Lion Chief Plus two point oh. Yeah, it did. So. Oh, yeah, I don't really. Uh, by, by fifty dollars, that um, the previous ones for four, the Berkshires were four ninety nine. So, ah, so they creeped it up fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. inflation. Oh yeah. yeah, you gotta love it. All right, uh, let's go to. Um, let's see, we're on page seventy two, uh, and we got some RS threes on the page seventy two. We got a Lehigh Valley. There, there's a uh, Pennsylvania. There's a pretty cool uh, striped Santa Fe and a zebra striped Santa Fe. And then we got a green Southern. Fun fact that that Southern Railway one is actually based off of a X Redding RS3 that was painted into Southern Railway colors at the Tennessee Valley Railroad Museum. And uh, it, it, it went up to a tourist line that was starting on like the spur of a coal a coal mine somewhere and it ran for less than a year and the operation went belly up and it's now sitting in the woods abandoned rotting away along with the two passenger cars from that operation still in that paint scheme oh wow that is that is that's a pretty cool fact so that's that cool. mission is very real I'll look that up actually yeah i'll have to look that up that's interesting <laughs> Shouldn't let something like that rot away in the woods, though, man. No, I agree. All right, uh, page seventy-three. Uh, looks like we got some GP sevens. We got mm-hmm. an Atlantic Coastline. We got an MKT, some B and O, and a fan favorite Rock Island Route of the Rockets paint scheme. These are carryovers yeah. from the last book. Not me. Yeah. God. Yeah, I you know so kind of to encompass them both here, th- these are really cool. Um, my only gripe on these is I really don't like the handrails. Me too. It's the no, post-war like the tooling. They, they they make it they make it look so like a toy. You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like a toy from like the fifties or sixties. Because it, really it is yeah, with it's, like it's, modern it's post-war tooling. Yeah, if they if they would have upped, I mean, if they would put new handrails on these things, this you could get away with this looking like very very realistic, if you ask me. But yeah, it, it is what it is. Th Rail King line uh, It's lacking some of the uh, separately applied details, but you know, from a slight distance, they look incredible. They look fantastic. 
<laughs> yeah, they do. They it doesn't it doesn't compare with the uh, the MTH Imperial line of diesels. Um, uh, I could see that. Yeah, uh, I got the, which is uh, which is kind of what I was hoping. Line Chief Plus. 2.0 was going to replace and in some ways I think Lionel did a great job and they they did come up a little bit close to that imperial stamp that MTH used but uh they they they're not they're not they didn't get all the way there so they 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 have they have some room to grow if they want to capture that that middle market which I think is I, to me a, a pretty huge market to capture so and in many respects, it's that market that keeps people in the hobby after their children. Yes, for sure. So it's yep. very I'd love to capture real. the customer, if you will, at that point before they go on to something else like video games or whatever may interest them outside of the hobby. So, yeah, yeah. So why don't we go around the table here and just uh, just uh, why don't we start with you, um, DJ? And uh, tell us uh, what you are is definitely on your list, and maybe something that's a maybe. Okay, uh, I'll go through the. Uh, I'll just go through everything, and then I'll uh, denote whether it's a wish or, um, you know, a definite pre-order. Uh, okay. I could say that my pre-orders are going to be very minimal um, with this catalog, but the wish list is a little bit bigger. So, I'll start with the two ten ten twos because I really do like them. And um, I would love to order the uh, uh, 3009 and weather it and just add it to my fleet of monstrosity steam engines that I've weathered. Um, but I am not going to pre-order that at this time just because of the uh, MSRP and there's some other things I'm looking at. But it's, you know, the 21022s, I'm very excited to see that. Uh, the next thing that is definitely on the wish list is the nickel plate uh, road by war bonds. I've got tons of world war two rolling stock and passenger cars to go with that. Um, however, it's definitely not on the definite list as of this time, but it's definitely something I'll be watching. And if I could swing it when it comes out, I'll do it. And uh, if I know I could do it before it comes out, I'll put in a pre-order with a hobby store that ordered extras. Um, moving on, Camelbacks are next. Long Island is a definite pre-order. And uh, I started doing a little research on the Long Island Camelbacks. And um, MTH actually did this model with a red roof, like a maroon red roof. And the gold trim around the letters and around the number on the cab as well. So I might repaint the roof red on this model and just make it pop a little more and then paint the, the wheel spokes gold like I did with your K4, Matt. Yeah, I love that really beautiful piece to customize and then do some light weathering. I've got a couple of prototypical brass cars that'll go with it that I have not filmed yet. And just very excited for that piece. Um, Mohawks. I will probably do a New York central or the new Haven and you know, one or the other, not hundred percent sure yet. Um, I am excited to see them. Um, and I'm really excited for that pacemaker set. However, because of Lionel's history with uh, paint schemes not being delivered correctly, I'm going to wait and see what it looks like before I commit to pre-ordering it. But I really like that pacemaker set. It really is uh, awesome. Uh, into the diesel section for me. Uh, I'm not a modern guy, diesel guy, so I'm going to skip over the uh, SD70s, PAs, the 
Uh, Delaware and Hudson Adirondack set is a major highlight. However, I'm not going to commit to ordering it just because of the price tag on it. I do have a Golden Gate Depot, uh, Baltimore and Ohio Capital Limited on order. So for classic passenger trains, that kind of takes the priority. So uh, if I didn't have that Capital Limited, I would definitely be considering this Delaware and Hudson as a pre-order. But still, nice to see it in the catalog. A wonderful offering. Um, moving on past the PAs and the GP35s. <laughs> Uh, we come to the uh, verandas. I like the U.S. Army one. It's de- a definite consideration. However, I probably won't pre-order it at this time, but it's definitely something that uh, caught my attention. I love the Department of Defense uh, scheme, and if I do end up getting one, it'll be that one. SW8s, going in for a Conrail. Definitely. Love it. Um I've been waiting for a slightly more modern SW8 to go with uh, my New York City stuff from like the 1980s. So it would go really well with all my uh, high-nose C420s in the Long Island Railroad scheme. Uh, They could be seen working alongside each other back in the day. So Conrail is a definite pre-order. I am not doing any Acellas at this time. However, I'm really happy to see them back in the catalog. The same thing with all the passenger sets. Uh... Some of them are really nice. Uh, some of them are, you know, for me personally, they don't really capture my attention. But, um, you know, I'm sure they'll sell well. And the last thing that I'm really considering pre-ordering uh, would be that John Bull, Pennsylvania, flat car two-pack. That is gorgeous. And it would really work well with some of the stuff I already have. So I'm definitely considering one of those. Um, some other considerations, maybe one or two of the Vision Line boxcars, and then the uh, piece of rolling stock I'm definitely ordering is the Conrail slash Penn Central uh, mill gondola there. Uh, definitely going to go in for that one. Um, and that's it for me. Uh, that is what I'm ordering. So it's three definites plus a handful of considerations. Uh, Camelback, SW8 and Conrail, and the gondola. Okay. Excellent. Uh, How about you, Ravenhawk? Well, you know, it's taken a long time to consider everything. And with all the leaks that happened, I've had a lot of time to consider everything. And it's just been a matter of waiting for the pre-order prices. But definitively, my list of pre-ordering is as follows. Number one is the John Bull Pennsylvania set. Simply because that set took me by surprise. And I think it's cool, like DJ said. And the fact that it's, it's a World's Fair item is makes it even cooler, in my opinion. So I'm definitely going to get that set to throw in with my Steam Era freight train consist, which keeps getting bigger and bigger. You know, by the you know every year, I add a few more cars to that set, so it's going to be a pretty good sized train eventually. Um, I am going in for the Acela American Flyer uh, concept one as well as the three-car add-on pack, simply because I want to support the Acellas. I want to support the project. I want these trains to get released because they they have not been made since 2005, and I think Lionel is really trying to push them out and do a good job to make one that will run good this time. So I really want to see this happen, and the only way that's going to happen is to pre-order it. So definitely getting those. And then a handful of smaller items. I'm getting the Missouri Pacific Vision Line boxcar, 
the Penn Central TMCC Speeder. Uh, I don't have a Speeder in my collection, so I really want to get that one. Uh, the Norfolk and Western Gondola from the Standard O line. And the last thing I'm getting is the O27 Amtrak 50th Anniversary Boxcar, which we did not talk about. But this is Amtrak's 50th anniversary in 2021, and they've got a special edition boxcar just for that. I'm a big Amtrak guy. I got to go ahead and get that as well. So that's everything on the pre-order list for me. No, I am not getting a Santa Fe 2-10-10-2. I thought about getting one at first, but... You know, I could easily sink myself into the whole thousands and thousands of dollars just for trains. And I really am not willing to put myself in a situation like that. That is not smart. That is very stupid. So this is all I can do. And this is where I'm going to stop. So that does it for the pre-orders for me. Cool. Uh, thanks for bringing up that Amtrak anniversary car. I we totally forgot to go over that because that's something I, I have the Burlington Northern one, uh, and I love it. And I'm not a huge fan of like the you know the specialty cars like that, but those anniversary cars are cool. So thanks for actually bringing that up. No problem. Something we probably should have covered. I, yeah, I totally forgot about that one too. So uh, Matthew, how about you? Uh, for me, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it's the pre-order list of like DJ, what I'm going to actually buy and what I'm going, what I want to buy. So for me, I'm definitely doing that Long Island Camelback, you know, DJ and I, we went back and forth on, you know, when the catalog first, you know, was leaked, you know, we saw that and we're like, oh, that's really, really cool. So yeah, plus for the price, I mean, the, uh, pre-order price you can't go wrong with that i mean like i said the dealer i looked at was it was 540 so it's like come on you can't say no to that so and then after that i'll do the uh, pensy vision box car and then i'll do the uh pen central slash conrail gondola of course and that's basically it okay uh for me, uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I don't pre-order that much, and I'll tell you that I usually find everything that I want, um, unless it's an absolute item uh, that I really, really want. Um, I usually don't pre-order stuff, uh, but uh, because I can usually find it. To be honest with you, all of the stuff that I've wanted in the last several years. I've been able to find, so I don't pre-order all that much, but, um, I, I do have a short list of things that I would, uh, if it's available, uh, I would definitely pick up, um, that ST 70 ACE Kansas city, Southern, uh, heroes engine is really cool. I really like that thing. It's very unique. It's not really a railroad that I, you know, I don't really do Kansas city Southern, but, um, you know, I would make an exception for that because I, I really like that engine. Uh, the BNSF uh, 2020, GP30. Uh, I don't have a GP30, and uh, I really like that color scheme, the uh, Cascade Green with the BNSF markings on it. Uh, the Santa Fe Flyer set, uh, again, uh, really, really expensive, but... Um, it's one of those things where if the if the time comes, if it comes in and I find an extra one out there, I might 
uh, pick that up. And then um, I'll definitely pick up one of those Burlington Northern TMCC uh, tamper uh, units. Those things are pretty cool. I like cheap little like uh, cars like that. So cool. And that kind of probably wraps it up for me. Um, I don't know. Does anybody have any like final thoughts on this catalog? Just some really quick final thoughts. Goodbye, my wallet. Yeah, I'm going to. Kind of like what Ravenhawk said. Uh, you could easily, uh, you know, reserve $10,000 plus uh, just by looking at this catalog because of all the awesomeness in it. However, like he also said, that's not smart. And also, we have to keep in mind that some of this stuff is going to arrive with incorrect paint schemes and with quality control issues. Uh, that's just been the history of Lionel lately. Um, so when I pre-order, I pre-order with the fact that I might have to send it back. I might have to live with an incorrect color scheme and correct it myself. Um, and that's what I think about when I look at the catalog now, just because of, uh, a lot of the things that have come out, you know, in the past runs. So I'm not trying to bash Lionel. I'm not trying to knock them for it. Um, Ryan and Dave, they definitely do their homework. They definitely do their research. However, these products are not manufactured in this country. So whatever happens between the catalog announcement and then the actual final delivery, when these things are imported from overseas, that I don't know. But I definitely keep that in mind because this is more than just a hobby when you uh, reserve these expensive models. It's an investment. So for me, I like to keep in mind that whatever I invest in, I'm going to keep, I'm going to live with. And I want to make sure that when it comes to me, if it's wrong, I can fix it and then be happy with it. And so that's really where I'm going with that comment. Um, but, you know, putting the negative aside on the positive aspect, there's a lot of wonderful stuff in this catalog, a lot of great product, a lot of cool features. And, you know, I am very excited to see like the two 10102s and the Acela um, announced again. And I really do think that Acela is going to be a success uh, with the, you know, the newly tooled innovation they've put into it and simplifying some of the technology. Um it, I know they put a lot of work into it, and I think it is going to be a success. So th- those are my honest thoughts about the catalog, uh, pros and cons. Well said. Yeah, I totally agree, especially on the uh, on your Amtrak note uh, for both you and Ravenhawk. Uh, you know, Amtrak actually is a big seller for Lionel. People love Amtrak anything. To be perfectly honest with you, um, for those that are like big in um, Amtrak, I mean, Amtrak sells, you know, the F40s that came out a couple years ago. I mean, they're gobbled up and they're really hard to find now, even on eBay. You know, they're they're marked up. So uh, I really hope the Excella is an uh, is a is a, a huge success for them, because uh, I think that's a really, really neat uh, engine. And hopefully one day when I have a room for a larger layout, um I can buy one and and run it around my layout. So, but for the time being, uh, I'll be happy to see other people review them and run them on their layouts. And uh, uh, and I really hope that uh, Lionel does a good job on them. 
for sure it'll be uh you know this whole catalog you know really was a lot of good stuff in there you know for everybody that enjoys you know like if you enjoy your high speed trains you got that if you enjoy your classic passenger trains you have that or if you enjoy just your freight stuff you have that too so you know and everything in between so really you know your catalog is very well rounded and i think that's something that the manufacturers really have to take into account they have to try to kind of please everybody you know for like us guys you know that are like really into the east coast like let's say new york city area so subways new york central penn c penn central that sort of east coast realm you know if you had a whole catalog on that and you could just like you could have a whole catalog on up sp western pacific you know you name it the complete opposite with the western stuff so you have to kind of please everybody with a catalog and unfortunately it doesn't always work that way but i think this one really did there's a really something for everybody in here yep i agree yep that's a um that's a very good very very good point matt yeah, I think they did. I think they did a good job. Honestly, for me, if if I could find one thing out of the catalog that I like and that I want to have in my collection, which Lionel did, to me, it's 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 successful. So, for sure, I really appreciate uh, Ravenhawk and DJ. Yeah, I, we really appreciate you guys coming on for sure the podcast. Um, I had an absolute blast, um, <laughs> and I hope. I hope that you guys come back for uh, the uh, the next twenty twenty one catalog in the fall. I so think you have you, you are one hundred percent invited, <laughs> and I really hope you do come back because this was a blast. So it's I a joy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna be the. I'm gonna be in my editing room for a while on this one. But <laughs> uh, let's just go ahead and close this up. Uh, because you guys are also on social media, I want to make sure that you can plug your own stuff. Uh, DJ, uh, where can folks find you on social media? So if you want to uh, contact me or uh, see some more of my stuff and my custom work, you can check out DJ Zolgage Trains. Most of my videos in the, in the description do have an email address where you could reach me at to uh, talk to me about, uh, you know, anything train related. Uh, I do custom work on people's models, and I also just love talking trains. So just check out my YouTube channel, DJ's O-Gage Trains, and there's a whole bunch of videos from a whole bunch of different time periods and a whole bunch of different topics on there. So, yeah, thank you. And... Uh... Ravenhawk, where can people find you? You can find me at youtube.com forward slash Ravenhawk 6910. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as well, although I don't really do too much on the Facebook page anymore. I am fairly active on Instagram, so if you have a bit of, if if you have a gram of Insta, join me over there as well. But primarily, youtube.com forward slash Ravenhawk 6910. So come on over if you like the trains, you like stuffs, you know, maybe we can work something out here <laughs> and, uh, this is awesome uh, yes, Z, where, 
<laughs> Gotta save the best for well, no, okay. Come for the train, stay for the last. Something, something like that. Matt, right. <laughs> yeah, where can people find you? All right, so for me, they can find me on YouTube under Matt Dash Train Lover ninety nine forty three. You can also find me on Facebook under the same name. Awesome, and you can find me on YouTube at West Chicago Model Railroad, and I'm also on Facebook under the same name. So that wraps up the 2021 Big Book Catalog. Folks, thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing our laughs, our, our, our cries, <laughs> and everything in between. Um, so I wish you all a very good night, and uh, stay tuned for more great stuff from the Matt and Matt O'Scale Train Podcast. Thank you very much. Bye. Peace.